shit, was that me or you? I don't know what the fuck happened. I tried to, I, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to tweet out that <laughs> that you were on with me, and then it ended. I don't so know are we just, uh, are we just redoing this again? Uh, so if okay, I don't know if it's gonna save it, but if anyone doesn't know, um, Tyler was explaining like how he came together with like platform media and his ideas for it. We're just gonna piggyback off it. Like we were just dicking around the room for seven minutes anyway. So yeah, yeah basically, yeah. So right. uh, just like a little recap. Uh, my name is Tyler. I also go by Yasha. Some of you may know me as Yamato from my uh, DJ days or my producer days, what, even though I never produced a track or anything. Um, I am platform CFO. I'm also head of our record, uh, record label. I'm also basically the one who, do, who does all the social media. I ran the website when it was still up, all that jazz. All right. Uh, so... I kind of I think uh, Jaden was a kind of asked asked me how I got into making platform and stuff. So kind of some background. Um, somewhere around 2012, 2014, uh, I started a clothing brand called Prevalence, and this brand never took off. Uh, it was kind of a shit show. Not gonna lie. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, I just wanted to make clothes clothes because you know when you I think at the time I really enjoyed streetwear and I wanted to be a part of it. And this is the this is like the time frame or the era where you had a lot of kids in my high school uh shout out to evergreen valley um they were starting to make clothing brands and because they everyone thought it would be a quick and easy way to make money you know what i mean yeah so then you had brands like uh oni you had brands like my my own brand you had brands like persevere and all that uh, all that this all the ugly crap not gonna lie they were trying to imitate brands like ambition city approval um, just the, the Wolf and Winners, I guess, too, if you want to copy them, even though they're trash. Mm. Spicy. Um, <laughs> but then, <laughs> I could go on a rant as to why I hate the brand Wolf and Winners. They're just trash. You can do whatever, you can do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. Oh, fuck, dude. I hate Wolf and Winners. Anyone who wears Wolf and Winners <laughs> will definitely get faded by me. Because you are... the. It's so... Okay, so... At the time, okay, so I dated this girl at the time who was part of their street team, and I was just so annoyed because their their designs are just crap, bro. Like, I'm not trying to wear no fucking pineapple wolf to school every day. I'm not trying to wear Iron Man wolf. I'm not trying to wear Captain America wolf. I'm trying to wear cool-ass clothes that represent me. A, a fucking vectored wolf in an Iron Man costume does not represent me. If anything... That is just trash. Leave me like, and I'll speak. That's like all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> Spicy. Oh if he ever, Spicy. if the dude ever meets me in person, he might feed me on site. But whatever, I'll accept it. Um, but um, back to kind of the point. Basically, I made a clothing brand. It failed because I was too. Fo- I was I wasn't too focused on the money, but I let the wrong people work with me. I, I let my friends work with me and that's an that's like a really big thing because when you're close like when you're too close with someone and you get into when you get to business with them and right, you really know real them well it's not yeah. even it gets real complicated you let a lot of things slide when a lot of right. things shouldn't so I right. was letting things slide especially when at the time I was I was the one with the manufacturer connection I was the one who was really trying to find a way to promote and I was only really asking these two people particularly, and they know who they are. I'm not going to mention them. I'm not trying to give them uh, clout or anything. I hate the word clout, but I'm going to 
I'm gonna have to use it. No, sorry. I'm. I don't. I, I don't, I'm not gonna. Everyone says that you're the second podcast, and he said the same thing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I'm gonna use the. I'm gonna use the term energon. Let's let's face it right now. I'm not trying to give him energon. So shout out secret space. Shout out secret space. Shout out to Mark. That man caught me on to energon. Um, but Mark is such a creative little bastard, that weirdo. Dude, actually, the way I wear my doom ring is because of him too. Because um, because <laughs> no, because okay, so. So you you see my MF Doom ring at this point, right? Yeah. And so the way that I, I would normally wear it is to have the mask facing towards the person, but now it's facing towards me because I I saw Mark wear it once and he kind of explained why he, he did it. And I'm like, that's such an honestly good idea. Why do you explain, and I, why do you have it facing them? Is it because it looks better or something? No, it because he wants to be seeing the mask at all times. And I'm like, that's cool. That's also that's like really cool. But also at the same time, like. MF Doom is also my reason why I actually found an interest in producing. That's why I even got my MPD in the first place, even though I hardly mm. use it anymore. So, like, if anything, is to respect him and, like, shout out to MF Doom and, like, shout out to his kid. Uh, Not for real. Like, shout out MF Doom because MF Doom, he, he, I started listening to him a lot when I was a sophomore because I got oh, into, like, a lot of yeah. hip hop and, like, I went back and, like, Stone's Throw and all that. And mm-hmm. that man, he's, he's fucking. I love the like the old school feel like all his music, you no know, like, like the kind of the muffled sound of like his voice. And, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, he raps like this, you know, like the way he, Doom's delivery is just so like classic. No one can beat him. Oh, dude, you know? definitely. I fucked with him. All right, but I didn't mean to, let me cut you off. Uh, shit. What was I supposed to say? Okay, so it's like, oh yeah, basically back to like working with friends. Uh, I let that shit slide, and then a lot of things happened. Um, we didn't produce the amount. Okay, so, like, there was a lot of people that pre-ordered our shit, and it's really, basically what it was, was, like, one dude took, like, a standard font he found some online. He just copied over, he just, like, cut and pasted over, like, Google images of, like, cool sceneries, and that was our box logo, pretty much. And you know what? I'm gonna admit this. So, in terms of quality, it was worse than the collaboration. It's not even worse. It was way worse than the standard, um, like, screen printy. Because it, what we did, uh, what apparently was happened was that the many, my manufacturer cut vinyls out and then pressed it on to the shirt. So, I'm giving people basically a shirt with a sticker on it. Wow. Okay. Um... But that's 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 old me. That's four or five years ago. Like we can leave that in the past. So <laughs> that's the, <laughs> but so essentially all that happened um because of manufacturing costs. And this is a fun thing. I didn't understand manufacturing costs at the time. So I assumed that I just made a shirt um and I just netted whatever profits, right? I didn't realize that buying blinks at five of pop was going to be so expensive and you should be buying your blanks and your manufacturing manufacturing should be at right. least under two, two bucks per shirt, including the screen printing, including the uh, shirt. That means you got to have a fan base, my dude. Yeah. And that's like, no, no, like no bueno. Like that is not Liddy. So, and then, so, it, <laughs> so out of an 800 net profit, we basically, I had to use four, 400 of that, to pay the manufacturer, and on top of that too, I couldn't get all the shirts out to people because we were understocked on a lot of things, 
and the man manufacturer messed up and printed more of this colorway instead of that colorway. Oh, shit. So we had, like, a mess. And on top of that, because of my, uh, my quote-unquote business partners, they wanted their cut when I obviously couldn't give them their cut. And that's so, just, that's just, yeah, that's just, that's just messy. Business. It's just really yeah. messy. And right. then, like, I like eventually, I like, uh, eventually things happened and they were like, okay, whatever. We don't really care because we never invested in it, anyways. But what's funny is that sometimes they'll hit me up now and they'll joke about it, like, hey, where's my prevalence money? And I'm just like, fool, you're not even, what are you doing? You don't even talk to me no more. Like, what are you right. doing? It's over and done with. It's been like five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, no, it's just weirdly dumb. But that <laughs> lesson in terms of running that business, like, really instilled me in that if I'm ever going to do anything again, whether it be a clothing brand or be, like, a business in general, that, one, I'm not working with people I know and I, like, hang out on a daily basis. But I have to really, like, I have to really know that person as an artist or as, in like, an, like a, like a, on an intellectual level before I build anything else with them. No, that I, I feel that one hundred percent. That's the same with me too. Like the reason why I'm so, because I I I thought about making that advice an actual collective or like a mm-hmm. group or something, right? Mm-hmm. But here's my thing too. You have to think about when money becomes a factor. Because think about it, it's all you can't get around it. Yeah, creating is cool, but money is always going to be a factor because you can't create without money, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna have um, a collective and I'm going to have people with it and I'm going to be the ringleader or the leader and whatever the fuck we're doing. All eyes are going to be on me. I'm not going to be smart about who I choose to like actually run with the business because it's all in or all out. You feel me? And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to get at I'm drawing a blank. Like when it gets into the money factor and situations like that, you can't be hanging on your friends because they're going to just assume that you're going to have it together all the time. And you know, you're going to, you're going you're gonna to have a different level of respect for your friends than you are for some random yeah, so it becomes real complicated. Like the business part becomes real complicated, and it's no, hard to definitely. Find you can actually trust uh-huh. to be like, all right, so here's the plan, and I'm gonna tell you X and X reasons, and then some, and then if you get like, stay you and your friend, you guys are having a business, right? I'm gonna use two examples. You guys, uh-huh. you say X and X is what we're gonna do, and they go, well, bro, you sound fucking stupid because this is like that's gonna get annoying. But if you're trying to work with you in business, to be like, okay, well, I understand your point. You know what I mean? Like, there's a different type of response that you get from a different person like someone you really know they're gonna say you're a dumbass and this and that y'all y'all gonna bicker because y'all know each other like that but if you get with somebody who's strictly for business they're gonna explain to you why this is not gonna work and they're gonna try to find the best possible solution for you to continue to create and have full creative control and also get mm. your money at the same time. no definitely and like it's just an issue with also like with everything working with your friends is that um like i mentioned before like letting things slide that's going to get really, like, messy later on, especially when, you know, you're, you guys – let's assume in that you guys make, start making, like, huge amounts of profit, right? And when you guys don't have, like, a contractual uh, agreement, like, hey, this is how we're going to split the money or this is how we're going to split all our, like, profit or net profit, that, that's – things get messy because then people are like, hey, I deserve more. I deserve more. And, you know, it becomes – it becomes like you can't separate business and like friendships, and right. I just I just something I don't want. But um, where are you sick? Because <laughs> you sound like you're yeah. My nose is itchy as fuck. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so messy. But um, so what ended up? I think um, 
So after sophomore year, junior year rolls around. Halfway through, I drop out of high school. Um, and then I started enrolling myself full-time at college. And then I think a, maybe a year in, I'm attending this English 1A, 1C class, whatever. And I actually meet Justin there um, in that class. And we reconnect because of our mutual like appreciation towards a brand called City Approval. Um, shout out to City Approval. They're like my favorite brand, even though they don't make clothes no more. R.I.P. Um, but we started talking and after that class, I kind of never, I don't, I dipped, I never really see him again. Um, but I think a year, half a year later, this is sometime in like 2016. No, no, this is like 2017. Exact. Um, Justin brings like, I, Justin hits me up. I hit Justin up or Justin hits me up. And we kind of start uh, catching up again, and we meet up. And I wanted to really get into the art scene at this time because I wanted to start creating beats. And he, uh, he's he, we, I meet him at Pico or whatever, and we kind of just hash it out. We kind of just talk shop, and next thing you know, you know, we're constantly talking about creative uh, opportunities, stuff like that. And I think around the time of NSC one. Uh, he was already building Canvas. Uh, Canvas was his ori- Canvas platform, his original entity for what platform media would have been. Um, and it was originally supposed to be a collective of people, but things didn't work out and just, we just didn't really confine anyone. So it just became him and then eventually me when he brought me on board to be the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then what had ended up happening was that in order, we felt that in order to promote canvas platform as an entity we had to do something and of course uh what is the best way to attract someone of your business or your thing in santa and sj or the bay area in general have clothes so we made a clothing brand when we did one drop and it sucked ass because (laughs) we produced like x amount of shirts and we only sold four of them but it was still a learning lesson for us because people actually still fucked with us Right. Like I like people were still hitting up Justin's line like, hey, what like I still want a shirt. Can I get a shirt from you even though I can't buy it online? Like you, and I was like, I was half mad because I spent nights upon nights building that website, all for it to only get like four fucking shirts made. But at the, <laughs> also the same time, it was like, okay, I understand. We basically did this last minute understandable right? right and then i think sometime between that and csm we switched to platform media because we wanted to really focus on just being a, like a media company and we wanted to be able to provide a platform ironic uh for a young a young <laughs> upcoming artist and stuff like that and then after i think this is like also the time i'm um con- i'm like co- like contacting uh Vincent of Secret Space, and we're, like, kind of uh, being... We're, like, we're starting to become friends. We talk. I link with him the first time. And then, eventually, what happened was uh, I was just like, hey, does Platform... Or does Secret Space want to do a collab with Platform? And keep in mind, we have been talking about doing something together for... Before, um, kind of... Before Vincent uh, and I talked... Uh, became friends. We were... I was talking to them about doing recording uh, sorry producing their music video for uh, castle oblivion all that stuff 
We want to do that song. Oh yeah. Uh, go listen to Castle Oblivion. That shit's tight. Wait, we were. That's what you were. You were talking to them about making a music video because I want. We we talked about. I remember when we talked about it. We thought about like yeah, some crazy shit like us being on golf carts and like screaming and like. Yo, no, no, no! Not gonna lie. So the my my vision for the music video was that I was gonna rent out like. Well, it's gonna be multiple scenes where it's almost like, so like Mark is in a different scene where he has like a hundred thousand bitches and he's enveloped in pussy and like very dark, like dark, very vibrant lighting. Right. And then he, and then it's gonna cut to obvious like quotes in his like uh, verse, like when he says "Keyblade on my waist like that," and like it's gonna <laughs> cut to a keyblade on keyblade keychain on his waist, and then. And then when it gets K-pop shotty on my feet, like, yeah. And it's going to cut to, like, a Korean chick on at his feet. And we were going to imply that that chick was a Korean uh, K-pop star. Mm. And it was all that shit. And then I had I, I had envisioned Joe to um, be in a white, white-on-white room with, a, like, a brown, like, lounge chair right in the middle with a stand full of books and, and him in a turtleneck and chain and, like, blue <laughs> jeans. And he's just reading. For no reason, he's just reading. <laughs> but the book titles are really fucked up. The book titles would have been like how to how to get to how to get an e girl to love you or why are ABGs <laughs> so weird? You know what I mean? What is an ABG? And it would be his tweets. It would basically be his Twitter personified that scene. Oh, and for your scene, I never really got to flesh it out. But I actually wanted you to be like. Um, something like really hype. I just don't remember what it was, but it was really hype. I was like, damn, if Jaden goes along with this, this might have been a very good music video. I would have done anything, honestly, because like my first line is rock star burning cop cars. So we could have rented out like an old school cop car and could have set it on fire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I could have been dressed like like an emo punk rocker from like 2003. Uh, like, like, oh, my like, God. Later. And like, like, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a like a mohawk. Like, uh, like early two thousands, uh, emo, uh, emo raver, right? Like, dun, 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 dun. but um, I think it would have been uh, along the lines of like a uh, aerial party shot, where like you're probably playing Smash on like a old ass TV or something. Not gonna lie, Ooh, that'd be fire. Damn, you're crazy. Yeah, but then you're the thing so is, what's this, what's this thing is is like I ended up re- using certain concepts from this to a. Uh, like a different draft of like a of like a music video off the zero tape. Mm. So then it would I repl- I kept the whole Joe nothing in the uh, like turtleneck and chain. I just moved um, tracksuit to like a broken uh, skyscraper, and then Dio is in a warehouse by himself on a, like a brown couch playing Smash Bros with bottles of Hennessy and like. Sprite bottles that imply that he's drinking lean with a bunch of goons dressed in all black in the back. <laughs> like it's it was that, and then <laughs> that music video would have led into a, a scene where Dio is hopping out of a car, going to a house party, and that would have that would have switched transition to the the flavors music video. Because oh, you know how man, in the I beginning he's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pulled up to the na, fucking party. Na, 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 Shout na, out to na, my boy na, Dio. Na. That man is lovely. Shout out Dio. Okay, I don't even know where he came from, honestly. Oh, no. Met... Okay, so f- this is actually... So I am not certified historian of Secret Space, but Mark and Joe... Like... 
but I have been around them enough, and I've, I've they've told me enough to where I am uncertified, certified historian. So this is this is the. I hope they don't hate me for telling the story of how secret space happens because they. I think they want to tell them, but I'll give you the gist. So Dio comes in um, sometime between NSC uh, NSC one and NSC two, but he didn't actually appear at NSC two because he was still a new member and he was only brought on to do graphic design. Okay. It wasn't until after NSC two when they're building zero the tape that he just jumps in on reverse and the next thing you know becomes full-fledged rapper extraordinaire hilarious jesus christ that is the best story i've ever heard because i remember like <laughs> i remember no till summer one when it was just marcus and um joe did you, wait is, did you say marcus is this full is full name marcus i'm <laughs> <laughs> is it really marcus let me let me stop he doesn't like that <laughs> just mark just call me Mark. Marcus tracksuit. Hey, listen, listen. No, no. I'm, here's my here's my uh, here's my tracksuit impression. My name's Mark. <laughs> Don't call me. No, call me the Mark. funny thing is that fool just tweeted you right now asking bitch where. So wait, wait what? He did check your Twitter. <laughs> check your Twitter. <laughs> so the thing is, if he ever is listening to this, he'll realize your shit. <laughs> oh, he's gonna fucking kill me the next time I see oh, him. Oh man, he's in which way? Hold on, hold on. Uh, is there a way I can find? Hold on. Okay, but yeah, he. I I just remember. I just remember like it was just Joe and Track, mm-hmm. and the No Till Summer was still Joe and Track, and then No Till Summer three. Here's this. Here's this. Is, is Dio Filipino? He's Filipino, right? Yeah, I I think he's Filipino, but I also think he's Cambodian. I just call him. The Southeast Asian Ric Flair. He just came out of nowhere. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like, honestly, I remember, like, I remember like I saw pictures of him, and I didn't really know his name. Mm. And I was like, yo, who is this dude? I was no, so yeah. part of space, and then I saw like Vince was a part of him. I was like, isn't he part of Pretty Shanks? What's going on? Because mind you, at one point, Tracksuit invited me to mm-hmm. be part of Secret Space. Yo, yeah, he told me the story. Movie. He told me the story. Oh yeah. We'll probably talk when I when I have the, when I do the secret space night of eyes podcast. We'll probably we'll probably all talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna mention the part where like you said no, and then you said, "What if night of eyes was a collective instead?" <laughs> Wait, it was because like okay, before I met them, I was already night of eyes was already a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Night of eyes been a thing. I just it was me trying to see like how I was gonna put it together and if I wanted to be a part of that because once like. Once you get part of like a collective or something like that, it gets real complicated. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I wouldn't have loved to be a part of it. It's mm-hmm. just I have my I'm like, dude, he was asking me when I was like sixteen, just turned seventeen. I'm still like what was I? What was my junior year going to senior? I'm still a senior in high school. You guys like, you know, they're in college, they're doing their own thing. I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like I have my my night thing going on. I'm trying to do my own singles and uh, it's, it just got real complicated and it's like mm. it's probably not as complicated as I'm making it out to be because Mark was just like either you can join or not right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like I don't know like I fucks with I fucks with them and it's no disrespect like if I if I wasn't if I wasn't doing my own thing and trying to like make my collective a thing because think about it if I was part of Secret Space here's, here's what I'm thinking right if mm. I was part of their collective I'd just I'd give up on Night of Eyes 
I'm telling you right now, like, yeah, really, because if if I'm gonna be part of something, I'm 100% in the entire time. Yeah, and I'm gonna make sure that secret space is everything. The stickers from design a t-shirt to what we're producing, what we're writing. I'm in there 100%, and I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna let it go. So I feel like if I was just a part of the collective, mm-hmm. and I was also trying to run Night of Eyes, I'd probably just let go of Night of Eyes, and you know that's my baby, that's my child. I'd yeah. probably let go of my own personal problems because once you're in a group, dude, that's like it's not just you anymore. That's a team. So we have to put in team effort. And mm. I thought about all this shit when he asked me. I was like, yeah, I honestly, I don't know. Like, that's, that's a no for me, dog. Like, personally, like. Rennie Jackson, I, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> no, because what they're doing is tight. What mm. they're doing is tight. And it's not like, it's not like we're not friends anymore. Like, that's just stupid shit. Like, we're still going to collab. We're still going to do crazy shit. We're still going to, you know. We're all going to play a Fortnite eventually. You feel me? Like, almost one day they're like, no, fuck you guys. Fuck you niggas. Fuck all y'all. But no, I highly no. doubt it because. They're way too. They're way too focused on what they're doing. But mm-hmm. enough of secret space because that's that's a whole another podcast. That oh my fun. god, I'm gonna that's be waiting for that podcast. I feel like eventually I gotta get you and Secret Space on like a platform podcast. Platform podcast coming soon. Um, I'm telling you, it's it's platform secret space and night only events. I'm telling you, gang gang, they, they fucking with the vision. Um, but so after that, what were we talking? What were we talking about? We were talking about how Martin. Dio got it. Oh yeah, we were talking about how Dio got in, but that was coming from like uh, working with uh, Plot Secret Space and doing the collaboration with them at CSM. Um, after that, that's how really Platform kind of got its Energon gain. Uh, but other than that, that's really how Platform became to be. Um, we're still kind of working out things, but this is like this summer it specifically is really going to be our kind of we- like it's going to be framework for us um, from working over from co-hosting NSC3 to uh, shout out to the fact that Will allowed me to co-host Joe uh, Show Summer 3. That shit's tight to doing our own fashion show uh, in August. Oh, by the way. Platform Media Fashion Show, August 3rd. What? Come out. Yeah. What? Guess what? Guess what? We're going to have brands like High Vibes USA, Jubo Slaps. We're going to have, perform- We're gonna have performances like uh, Platform Team Members, SSP, if they accept, of course, because I agree- they agreed to it a long time ago. But no, we just booked a venue last night. We actually, Platform Team Members, uh, met last night and we kind of just we were we were planning everything out and then i think we're booking venue today yesterday or today so it is now guaranteed we are now doing a fashion show august 3rd 2018 let's get it bro what yes yes wow that's crazy so uh we're gonna have to talk we're gonna have to talk shop after this podcast because uh yeah, let's 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 talk about that, dog. Because that sounds oh, fucking dude, crazy. This has been basically um, a weird process of building it, and it's really been recent. Um, so I would. So the thing is, not a, uh, So I originally was. So by the time we got, I got around to knowing about the idea of the fashion show. I was already. I, I asked real like, "Hey, did you want uh, someone to help you fund an NSC three? And I just wanted to give them money. You know what I mean? Uh, Secret Space boys are laughing at me in the background because they know kind of the situation around that. Um, and they, they honestly think it was funny, but whatever. But I ended up 
Will ended up um, shout out to Will. Will ended up asking if I wanted to go half. I said yes. Uh, now I'm working with him on the event. Uh, and then I think a week after I confirmed the details of that, Justin hits me up and he says that he's doing a fa- he wants to do a fast show. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. So he's doing. He was originally already planned to do a fast show with his his fr- his like close uh, high school friend Gabby. Shout out to Gabby Trin. Uh, you guys can follow her at Gabby Trin at G- at, on IG. Um, she, and then I met help with all of them at Kenzo's and we kind of chopped, we chopped it up and then that's how the flash short became to be. And then it's going to be on, it's honestly going to be tight. Uh, I know the venue is in Fremont, so it's going to be a little bit easier for people, uh, like in, uh, Oakland and SF to come and, you know, support platform, but it's also not too far away from San Jose to where we're not, uh, losing our audience. Uh, fuck it. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> Marcus is hella mad. Mark is hella mad. <laughs> uh, he's, like, trying to figure out where to, like, listen to the stream. I'm, like, live on the Anchor app, night podcast. He sent me a screenshot. It's not up there. And I was, like, what the fuck? I got to publish it after. I think I fucked it up. Because I think I was supposed to publish it as we were going live. But oh my right God. now, it's just us recording, and then it uploads. Do you want to just add him on this right now? I'm going to ask him. Hey, ask him, because I, I, I have not talked to him in a minute. And I just feel like... He, I feel like uh, I'd rather have an SSP member here too, just for shits and giggles. I'm asking him right now if he wants to be a part of it. All right. So, did you have any other questions, good sir? Did you yeah, wanna... I have a lot of questions. Oh, damn. Well, we got time. I got time now, kids. Okay. Dude, <laughs> let me perform. Let me perform at the. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, you uh, you were already part of my set list. You know, you know Oh, fire. So, like, uh, I'm gonna leak. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if my team will allow me to leak this, but I'm gonna leak it anyways. So, um, for my set alone, it is split into two parts. The first part uh, is basically representation of me before I really got into the art scene and what I liked before. So it's basically all K-pop bumps from 06 to 2016 to 2017. Word. And then the and it's gonna be a five minute intermission, and then after that it is straight ssp bleach sun um night of eyes platform uh platform music by that i mean shout out to my uh my uh music because i'm gonna be forming there too <laughs> oh, dude just slight uh, slight plug slight plug um but it's Mar- gonna be tight uh whole set's gonna be uh dj'd by young marui aka marui midnight AKA <laughs> Mari Midnight of La Lumiere uh, Collective. All right. But yeah, no, that's all I can leak or I can discuss for now until uh, we get closer to the date. Damn, that sounds fire. Actually, don't even don't even say everything yet because you don't want to spoil <laughs> it. <laughs> nah, but... dude. I, I, I spoiled my set because it's really just going to be fire and like me saying these things isn't really gonna spoil it it like you have to see you have to be there in person experiencing it all right so that also brings me to something else too then to talk about um i know like last podcast i briefly talked about a night party right and then moon Moon, i have a line where i go night party i'm hosting it shake my hand that i'm hosing it right yeah hold on fucking marcus (laughs) (laughs) you're just gonna (laughs) piss him off by saying marcus hold up let me Okay, so I'm gonna try to switch out because 
what actually okay so shout out to my work you know where i work i'm not gonna say on air where, where i work at but i work where? near um where um Jaden actually where I lives. lives yeah you, and yeah. i work at a establishment known for their vegetables that's all i can say um but i was i went in this morning right and i'm like prepping for opening and my headphones actually cracked like the um the port like the little extension for the port I, I dropped it on the floor, and usually it shouldn't do anything, but it literally broke apart evenly, like clean between. What? So like these, so like I don't like it was like the little like the little thing, the jack was like in my phone, like the the the, the little the rest of it was like on the floor, and I'm just like Apple, why? So I'm like using um the lightning adapter version, but like my phone is almost at like ten percent, so I'm gonna try to finagle this right now so while you're getting we're gonna take a wait why am i calling the shots uh so i'm gonna ask for a five minute intermission all right i'm just gonna talk about random shit on during that five minute intermission i'm probably still <laughs> gonna hear you so don't trip all right so um so yeah I, I talked about a night party briefly in the last podcast and i talked about it in a moon of course moon was written like a couple months ago so i've been thinking about this for a while and um what the night party was supposed to be was supposed to be like no drinking, no drugs. I just want people to be there to experience the art, just to be yeah. there and be creative and have a good time while doing it. And what I wanted originally was supposed to be like a fucking talent show, right? So it'd be like uh-huh. we'd have we'd have a set list, but it'd be strictly music. Because the thing, like, shout out to Will, no disrespect, but it was like it was hard for people to focus on the music when they were focused on visuals, poetry. It was like they were getting fed too much. You know, like when you get fed too much, you become stuffed and you can't handle too much more of it. You feel me? So I was no, like, yeah, if definitely. People can, yeah, if people can just digest the music and then something else that I like that's really mm-hmm. basic and simple, I feel like they'd be fire. So Jaren, Jaren, he um he texted me later that night because he listened to the first podcast with Juno and mm-hmm. he was like, Yo, the night party sounds genius. He's like, You should host it at like someone's house. And I was like, Oh shit. That'd be fire. If someone has a big enough house, we can like rent out a house and then invite people to come, right? Yeah. But I also had the idea like, what if we got independent artists, like independent filmmakers, and we like showed up, like they we showed their films on like a on on like a projector somewhere on a big screen outside at night mm-hmm. or something, right? And like that's the first half. So like, films is like the six that uh, starts at like six p.m. and mm-hmm. then ends at like seven. Seven, seven, maybe seven thirty, seven, no, eight, like eight o'clock. So about two hours of like independent films, and then after that is when the music set comes on. So it'd be like eight thirty to like whenever the fuck it ends, like ten, eleven. It'd be like, and I had the, the I had the lineup. It was like SSP, Bleach Sun, uh, me, Jaren, Juno, like you know, like different sets of like music and be live. It'd be like, not like no chill, but like it'd be like they perform at the house, but like. In a, in the backyard, the ba- the backyard has to be big as fuck. Yeah, you know. What I had what I had in mind was like we invite it'd be invite only, so it'd be like we invite thirty people, but they get to bring a plus one. But also to to reimburse to get reimbursed because our money, we charge the invite only people ten dollars, and their plus one would have to bring five dollars. So in turn, we'd be making fifteen dollars for two people, and mm. then multiply that by so that'd be sixty people, right? If each if every thirty person. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A plus one, so it'd be like 60 Well, technically, people. wouldn't it be 30? 
because really, okay, so your profit margin would be for 30 people. So just multiply 30 by 15. 30 by 15. Huh? So it'd be like 900? Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, about a, about almost a stack. Like 100 away from a stack. Also, on right, that, yeah. by the way, I was just, uh, I was hearing about the night, part, uh, night party thing. I honestly think it's a really good idea. Um, yeah. The issue is, is, is that um, you have to find a place, and most people, um, you know, it's really difficult to find a place like that. Um, especially, like, um, so when pl- platforms, like, trying to find the venue for the art thing, right? And a lot of it is just, like, find, like connecting with the owners and just, like, hey, we want to do our event here. And right, if and- some owner is, like, fuck with it, fuck with it. But I don't, like, if you have to, just rent out an Airbnb and just hope yeah, that's okay what I was with, because no person in the Bay Area just has a house ready to party in. You know what I mean? Nah, but, like, the thing was, it was, like, Jared was, like, I can see if I can get my house open. And I was, like, oh, shit. Because I've never been to his house, but apparently I think he has a big-ass house. So that'd Ooh. be cool. And also, too, like, instead of just, like, just films and music, yeah, that's cool. It'd be, like, a cookout. So I'd have, like, old heads cook some nice-ass food. Like, i try to bring, oh. like, a like, like a bar, like a cookout, cookout. Like a cookout, dead ass. Like oh. earlier in the day before the party actually started, be like a whole bunch of grub. Like I'm talking about like soul food, Chinese food, Vietnamese food, Ooh. Mexican Ooh. food. Ooh. Everybody got a little taste of something. I'd have to like connect with like old heads, like moms and shit, and be like, "Yo, I'm throwing oh, something. Man. If you want to cook, you come out and cook. You can meet, you can meet the old heads. You can also look at what the youngsters are doing. You Damn. feel that would have been crazy. I don't, I don't whole like." After Jaren brought the idea of like bringing up houses and stuff, I was like, "Damn, I fucked some cookouts. That'd be fire. Get some fucking ribs and oh my god, that'd be Damn. tight." So that I'm, would I'm, be tight, honestly. I'm trying. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of having this in like July. I wanna. I'm trying to. At least. Oh, dude, I'd I'd actually I'd I'd make the trek from where I'd be at that. Uh, I'd make the hour trek, honestly. Like, dude, honestly, it's like. It's just a concept right now, but I don't know. Usually, I just speak my words into existence, and they happen. It's just all about me falling through with them and finding the right time. Who knows? It might be a fucking crazy thing. I just have to connect more with more. Uh, Honestly, yeah. People. You, you, if you let me know, and I'll, I'll make the trek from Tracy all the way to back to SJ to get it done. Damn, dude, oh that's God. fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I have to, I have, I'd have to talk to a lot of people. It'd be, it'd be probably, it'd be probably real stressful, but. It'd be worth it in the long run, honestly. No, definitely. Uh, shit. So wait, uh, what's the uh, ETA on uh Marcus tracksuit? Uh, he said. Uh, he said. Uh, he okay, said, he's, he's definitely not doing this then. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, that was me thinking. He was like, um, I'm trying to find the text. He said he has to get back to the crib so he can join. He's like, uh, publish that. He's like, he said, publish that, John, so I can listen. I said, I can't. I can't publish. I can't publish this while it's already like we're already recording. For yeah. some reason, it won't let me like publish it. Like I said, yeah, publish it. Yeah, yeah. I can't publish it until like it's done Not recording. Unless, yeah. So I don't because I don't. This is my second. I mean, this is my second time doing this shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm. I don't know. What yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> shout out to tracksuit. Uh, hopefully, uh, you don't mind us. <laughs> kind of. Uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning a little bit of secret space because I. Um, little fun fact, I am, like, a really big fan of Secret Space. Like, I was, they're, like, the first, uh, rap group to really, like, to really yeah, show me. No, like, you know, no, deadass, no, I, I feel you. you. They're, like, the first group of people to, like, 
be a group from an area that I'm from that I actually have really fucked with. Mm, no, definitely. And it's it's role, it's really funny to me because um I think it's because of my special how like a special situation where I was a I was like a, I was, you know, really I wasn't I was just an observer and I was just really I was like, like observing their their work. And now to be able to be in my position where I'm friends with them and I get to make music with them. Right, that's um, crazy. It's just to see that the, the, the change in dynamics, it's just crazy to see. And so, like, I'm really grateful to be in the position I am to where I could call up my friends <laughs> and, like, to make music with them and to just talk business with them. Because, dude, yeah, they're, it's, it's like, really cool. But even then, like, outside of, like, Secret Space, they're, they're just fucking characters. Like, all of them are characters. Like, I, like, Dio and Vince and I went to 88 Rising together. So that is, like, that is the one thing I'll always have. Shout out to 88. I couldn't get them to see, I couldn't get them to see Higher Brothers, and I'm always very pissed about that. But it is what it is. Bro, they they were, they were in my room when I recorded my verse for um uh that one track, the special beam cannon with me and uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, they were <laughs> uh, you were telling me about this a while back. And it was like <laughs> hot and musty. Your mom was, was kinda insane. yelling at you because like <laughs> shit. I no, she wasn't she wasn't even there she was like at a movie and all like fuck let's record this real quick so i recorded the verse real quick and it was hella hot because it was like summer so i recorded the verse hella fast <laughs> and that was my one that was like one take to hella stink and then after that we just talked about like kingdom hearts and like our favorite cartoons and like i was like damn these guys are hella dope i remember one time after okay uh me i first met track and joe after no chill summer when it was like after i was done performing and then mm-hmm. it was hella hot in there because it was hella compact. So I went outside and Joe and Track were just sitting down. Of course, Tracks he was a dumbass had this fucking beanie on for no fucking reason. Like nigga, you're cold. You know you're it's fucking like, cold. Take that wait, shit wait. off. It's like a, was it June something? And it's like yeah, it's slightly like, cold but also slightly hot at the same time. Right. Man's wearing a beanie out of nowhere. So I was like, I was like, bro, why are you wearing a beanie? <laughs> but I didn't say that. Like I came outside. I'm like, this man is like literally just sweating bowls and he has a beanie on. That's fucking hell. That's fire. That is hilarious. Also, so wait, I want to point right? out. I also want to point out. Shout out to NSC One because it also showed me that the side bag man bag trend was really popping. Because I saw so many people with side bags, and eventually I just became the one of those people. Not gonna right. lie. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out NSC One. <laughs> but uh, shit. yeah, he was he was uh he was just he was like slumped like kind of like breathing heavy and he had like a water bottle in his hand and i was like yo you guys are fire and he's like oh oh thanks man yeah he was he was crazy too he's like that she was hella dark dante's doing dante that she was crazy man and joe's dumbass he's just sitting there smiling and shit yeah yeah man that was cool <laughs> <laughs> because it was, because he told me he looked like his face looked like a chihuahua i can't think i, can't think, I think of beverly hills chihuahua and I remember, and I remember we were like, "Damn!" I was like, low key joking, but low key not. I was like, "Yo, we should work on a track or something." So they were like, "We should collab." He's all, "I don't collab with anybody. I don't shake hands with." So I pulled out my hand and we dapped each other up. <laughs> the rest is history. That's that's Mark <laughs> as a person though. Like, <laughs> I don't shake my hands with hands. I don't, no, I don't work with anyone. I don't, I don't shake my hands, my hands with. Check you. Uh, what you be saying? Uh, can you make a move to the night side? Oh. Jackson, I passed so close. Uh, He's gonna be hella mad when he hears this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute, a minute. Like a burnt marshmallow. 
He's gonna say I look like a milk dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we collabed on. I met Vincent from them too. And, and what's funny is that Vincent's ex girlfriend actually went to my school, and she was a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. I know the I know the whole deal, and it's just. I actually, right, I, let's not. Let's not. But like, um, I've, actually, what I found out was that Vincent and Justin of uh, my Justin, um, Justin Reyes, to be more specific, actually kind of knew each other because they, he, uh, Vincent, Justin, and Will were all at the same dumbfounded show, and they just connected for some reason. I can't get into details. Uh, just people that know know, and people that don't know, just I'm sorry, you guys can't know. Right. But um. Shit, what were we talking about again? Dude, I don't know. For I was uh, I was saying like uh something about secret space, and then what was the next question? Let's go to the next question then. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. What is one thing that irks you the most about this generation? Like about everything about it. Like what have you what have you seen from the outside to what you like looked at and you're like, damn, we're fucked. Like these kids are stupid or like, damn, these oh, kids are. Dude, okay, this is gonna be. I actually have one specific thing, and I think you'll agree with me on this. I hate the Asian community in the Bay Area specifically that say the N-word. Really? Okay, so here's my stance on it, right? I will gladly admit that at one point in my life, I was a, like a very, very big user on the N-word because I didn't understand the, con- the concept of it, right? I just assumed that – because I think a, a mistake that a lot of people make in the Bay Area or just – uh, in Northern California in general is that um, just because people around you are saying it doesn't mean you have to like right. but on top of that too right I dude, this is really funny because it's not just like Asian the Asian community here I, I, like, I go to work dude and these people aren't black they aren't in any way Afro Latinx but their blatant use of the n-word is like astounding to me I'm like bro what kind of what kind of juxtaposition is this? Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's Some really else. crazy. And then, like, I just find I just I'm just really in awe because, like, how are y'all comfortable saying the N word when I'm like, as a former user of this word, I'm mad uncomfortable using it now. And I think mainly it's because um, it's been drilled in my head about how fucked it is to use that word, especially when you're not like black. And you're, or and it's just, I find it so really. I find it. I find myself really just like irking, like really irked when I hear like people of like the Vietnamese community, like myself, or like other Asian communities, like in the Bay Area, that just like have people that just say, "Oh, what's up, my? Oh, what what's good, my? You know what I mean? It's just, it's like you're not black. You live in Evergreen. You're rich as fuck. You're not a you're not a gangster. Stop saying it." That's why Moon exists. Like, literally, like, it was, like, a combination of me thinking of, like, all the people who think they're fucking tight, they're hella cool, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I think you're from the east side of San Jose. Get away. You probably live to, decently. You probably, yeah, like, even though, like, some, there's some parts of the east side that's pretty bad, it's just like, what? You go to Piedmont Hills High School. <laughs> like you're obviously making a little like you make you're making a little bit of guap if you're like on that your side. Parents, your, your parents your parents have a nice house and when they go out to the weekend to go to Lake Tahoe, you go to their bathroom, you snort open to cope with your friends and throw parties. You're okay. Like, you're if cool. you could afford to go 
if you can afford to go raving every weekend, you should not be able to say the N-word. You're, that you're is not, my take on it. You're not trapped. If you are trapping, then figure figure it out. Because then you're going to be trapped in San Jose and you're going to be a fucking bum. Yeah, like, right. you shouldn't be trapping in San Jose, period. Um, I, There's a lot of people that know me that are going to come at me and fade me on site. Gladly, I'll fade you on site. That is the fade guaranteed. Mutual destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has to fade. Like, bro, if you're really, if you're really getting heated over some words that people are saying about you, like if the boot fits, my guy. Like if you're if you're actually oh, dude, you know what? Shout out to Hui, Sal- uh, like hidden heat, because he got mad flack for his like ABG tweets, and I'm just right. like, bro, if the shoe fits. <laughs> yeah, shout out Hui, like, dude, like, like at some point I found it annoying, but I never like took it too seriously. You know what I mean? Like, it was really just a play on the ABG culture. And I was like, yeah, no, I definitely understand why you're making these jokes. Why? Okay, my thing is, like, don't get mad and try to fight somebody because you got offended over what's true. What do you, like, if you fit into this category, you go to raves all the time, all you do is drugs, you constantly say, you, you're constantly calling somebody a nigga, but you don't understand where the word originates from. How the fuck does that happen? How, oh they God. bite up the culture so much and it's annoying. Like, they can't respect it. That's it. Mm. That's what I don't understand. And, that's, and, I'm okay, like, so, I, and also, like, this brings into a topic that I've always wanted to ask, especially just have to chop it up with someone who, who's, part of the, uh, who's part of that culture. Um, the, I find that there's a weird, like, there's a very big difference between Asians that are, are part of the, like, are really about the culture and they really mm-hmm. respect it versus people right. that are, like, just um, appropriating the culture. And like right, a you, can big tell the, top, no, you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. It's easy. And it's all, but the thing is, it's like, there's so many topics. Okay, so, so you know who Higher Brothers are, right? Higher Brothers. Yeah. Uh, uh... Big, okay, so they're basically, let me just give you, uh, let me just give you a rundown. They're essentially a four-man trap group uh, originating from China, right? And they're making yeah. a big in the United States because of their music and 88 Rising. Shout out to 88 Rising. Um, they're in the same label as like Rich Bry and all that. And yeah, the thing yeah, is, a lot of people are saying they're appropriating black culture because they're wearing dreads and stuff. Now, personally, for me, and this is just my stance on it, yes, maybe the, the dreads is appropriation, right? Yeah. But take it to play devil's advocate. Take it in the context of them. They see American culture, and they see black people. Black people are mad cool, like off the bat. Black people are the coolest people I've met in my life because you guys have all the entertainment. You guys all have all the great music. I can't... No one is out here trying to emulate country uh, rock stars, okay? Let's get that <laughs> off the... Let's get that off the bat. I'm not trying to out be here be Travis... Okay, like, I'm not out here singing, I want it five on my truck. I had a bitch up on my nose. <laughs> no one's out here doing that. But everyone's oh, out here saying, gang, gang, um, what's good? What's good? And word this and word that. What's good? Everyone's trying to be of NBA. Everyone's trying to be Jeremy Lin. Everyone's trying to be everyone from the NBA, but no one's out here trying to be country rock stars. Um, right. So that's why when you see like the whole internet, like you see the whole China off that like they are just basically emulating American culture, and American culture to them is black culture. So you get moments where like. They think in order to become the best rapper of their area, they got to emulate the best. So they're emulating black culture. So that means they get dreads. They're, they have a certain dialect, but they never really stray away from their roots. 
and I always find it odd. It's like, I understand, fuck it, you're not, you, first of all, you shouldn't be having dreads. Your hair is not meant to have dreads. But right. second of all, like, I under, there's a point, there's like a good phrase they have in their interview. It's like, black people listen uh, watch cartoons. Uh, and some, like, we listen to hip hop. It's the same thing. It's not too different. We're just more close. And although that message is kind of messy, what I got out of it for is that we live in a world where we're sharing culture instead of isolating it, right? Or I like to believe that we're trying to share cultures. And I understand that we're still, like, there's still too many things within our cultures that have to be, like, isolated strictly for people of that culture. But there's obviously things we can share. Like, hip-hop is not exclusive to Black people. I want to get right. that out of the way. Like hip hop is meant is is really for the people by the people. That was, that was that was the whole purpose of that was the whole purpose of hip hop anyway. Yeah. So I don't understand why I see like when I'm I'm ever I'm see I hear people like I see people talk about Asian rappers. They're saying oh they're biting off our culture. No, hip hop has always been about the people. It's always That's been the about point. the struggle. So when you, I see then, Asian but, rappers, I see MC Jin, I see Jay Park, I see all these guys. I say congratulations. You are making it big for us as people because you are And not only that, but just hip hop as well. Yeah, because you are about the culture. Right? right but then, what but I then, don't then, appreciate is that how are you gonna say that they're appropriating your culture, but you're gonna let uh what who is it? Little Pump say the N-word. Little Pump isn't isn't black. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> Little Pump isn't black, but he says the N-word every other song. Yeah, and this is the disconnect, right? This is the disconnect. There's the people this is who are so disconnect culture, and, and then it, the people who don't give a fuck about it and just feel like they shouldn't even look back in their history and they they straight they shy away from the whole purpose of what hip hop or what the music was supposed to be for. It was supposed to be about creativity and coming together and you know listening to different genres. Because think about it, if it had been for hip hop, a lot of the music we hear today probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, like you wouldn't get um like. Yo, any okay, so this is also a weird spicy statement. Anyone who listens to low lo-fi hip hop, because of hip hop, you get that. Because of that, you get the little girl on YouTube or whatever streaming site you're using it doing her homework to to uh, lo-fi. So if you didn't get if you didn't respect the culture enough, you don't get the little girl doing her like who's barely doing her homework for a 24 hours straight. Let's be I mean, real. The fucking here. Na- the fucking name of the title is fucking lo-fi hip hop. So I, yeah. don't, I don't understand what you're going to miss. <laughs> but, like, people like people say, like, lo-fi hip-hop is the Asian lane, and then, like, um, regular hip-hop is the regular lane that everyone else uses. And I'm like, why are you separating Asians from that. the rest of us? No, and I, think, I, hate when people, I hate when people bring race into dumb shit. No, bruh. But it's, obvious, but it's like, this bigger thing of, like, people think that all Asians just are anti-black. And it's such a stupid idea because you have, like, you have to see the, first of all, if you live in the Bay Area, okay, so, Jaden, if you can say this guaranteed, right, you live in the Bay Area, you live in, you live in, like, you basically are around Eastside San Jose. All the fucking time. All the fucking time. You basically go to school with Eastside San Jose, but you live, like, a little bit closer, a little farther. You basically are surrounded by Asians who enjoy, who love black culture and will defend it with their lives. Can you agree to this? Right? Mm -hmm. So how how are people going to say that Asians are anti-black? You ha- there's a very obvious example that Asians are not anti-black, but the mentality is that 
it's going back to an older mentality of like uh, Asian immigrants coming over here. And right. they're like the first generation of uh, like immigrants are like, hey, you know what? Instead of doing all this crazy shit other people are doing, let's just stick to what we know. Let's just, you know, do what we got to do to survive and not get oppressed by more people. Because shout out to the first generation of Vietnamese that came to America. But we were basically just trying to survive selling y'all donuts and shit. But white people picking on us because they think we're gooks. Um, and it's just a whole messy thing. And then because we we're trying to emulate success, like we always do, uh, we look up to the who's successful in America. And of course, white people are fucking successful in America. That's a whole right. different topic. That's, that's um, a t- yeah. That's 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 a, that could be its own podcast series. I already talked, Why about, white it. I already talked about it. I already talked about it on Juno's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be its own like podcast series of why why white people are always successful. And, okay, always so be. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain the whole reason why like a lot of those fucking black people say that shit is because no Asian people are not anti-black, but not obviously like there's a separation to the ones who understand like mm. the boundaries and the ones who don't. And no, they're not anti-black, but there's some of them who just don't get it. Like, they don't understand the culture, and they just kind of just ride this wave of not really caring about yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. trying to explain to them or get across. And that's... Those are the people we don't fuck with. Oh, no, no, that's, no, no. Oh, no, and there's a very clear difference, and I completely agree with that, because, like, there are old cats in... Um, so, like, okay, so just to... Like, let me do a side note. I am not, like, a American, like, a full first-class American citizen. I'm actually an immigrant. So I came here when I was five from Vietnam, and I, I'm American citizen now. I'm naturalized, but I'm not born here. So right. I get to see the perspective of growing up here as a child. My, I basically went through the American education system. But I'm not, an, I'm not a full-fledged American cis, a citizen to where I can say, oh, I, I can't understand. Because I definitely do understand as an immigrant. I understand the struggles of being here. I remember when my parents had to... My, my myself, my sister, my mom, and my dad shared a one bedroom, one bedroom to ourselves. And you have to keep in mind, my sister is fourteen years older than me, so this is an eighteen, nineteen year old that's sharing a bed with her mother and father. When they, as, as an American teenager, you should be out on your own, living your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and to see the struggle that we made to where we are now, right? And so we we have to get there from somewhere. And so you have to understand the immigrant mentality is that we're not going to stray too far away from what we know. We're going to use the, we're going to, we're going to emulate the success of the people that's hired, who are in power. And that's obviously white people right now. And then we're just basically going to emulate the success until we make it. And then our next generation can do what the fuck they want. Because we have already made it. At that point, the next generation can do what the hell they want because we have, they have the American freedom. They're the living the American dream. We are not. We are building the American dream foundation for them. And that people got to understand that because it's just super, like, messy when I hear people say, oh, Asians don't, uh, are, uh, these, uh, the Asian community is so anti-black, yada, yada, this and that. I'm like, you guys think about it from this perspective, that perspective. It's so many perspectives that just start the conversation. Like, and that's something that I can get into when, like, if someone ever meets me in public and asks me the question, I can, like, I want to sit down with them and actually talk about this. Because it's just, I I don't want to hear more, uh, you know, more chatter or, like, more banter on Twitter that Asians are anti-Black. Because it's obviously not true. Because you, it's, 
it's maybe yes, you're right. Maybe there is just um, the ones that don't understand black culture, but then you're never changing that. It's basically like saying, oh, one day a redneck might understand why it's hard to be black in America. That's never happening, obviously. Right. Thank you. Fucking said it. Thank God. Someone finally fucking gets it. That's all I've been fucking trying to say. Oh, Marcus texted me. He said, uh, is it cool if I come in right now? Oh, yes. Yes. I like how Mark is going to come in right after my whole banter. (laughs) Fire. All right, guys. We're having a special guest. Special guest alert. Special guest on the uh... (laughs) The Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is my. Okay. So I want to introduce this man. Um, He is the poster child of Secret Space Program. He is the god, animal mother. Crazy cat. The, crazy the cat wearing. animal mother Jonathan tracksuit. Um right. now I'm thinking about it. Um now I'm thinking about it. Mark actually looks like a chihuahua too with a nasty ass scruffy beard. He looks like an Amish he looks like an Amish Chihuahua. Honestly sometimes I think he's an Amish Chihuahua that looks like Hitler sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he joined in the moment I fucking <laughs> Yo We just called you an Amish Chihuahua <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know why, Mark. Don't use my government name on here. <laughs> Dude, he's been using it for the last 66 minutes. You're, you're kind of shut out of luck. Got it. Shout out. Shout out, Traxie. <laughs> Traxie, would you like to introduce yourself one more time, please? Yo, it's your boy, Johnny Tracksuit, a.k.a. Reptile from Mortal Kombat. Uh, AKA Animal Mother. AKA Animal Mother. And AKA, AKA God Complex. Shout out to Sticks. Uh, it's uh, 25K is on uh, SoundCloud right now. Ooh, yeah. Peep that. Shout out. AKA Heart Taker. AKA uh, Jin One Trick. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Oh, my God. I got asked to do this, but I was hella late because I was like not present. <laughs> <laughs> By that, he really means uh, he tweeted uh, at uh, Jaden, and then... I was, I was like, where the fuck is it? And he's like, oh, it's here. And I was like, can I listen to it live? And he's like, oh, I can't, because I already started. I was like, all right. You just want to join Bro, it. Bro, okay, like, deadass, I don't know what the fuck this app does, but I guess you can publish it before you go live, but I didn't publish it yet, so mm. it's basically, like, I, pu- I went live, and, like, it's basically just recording it, and once I upload it, that's when it, like... It Everything just, goes, it goes into yeah. So I have to I have to figure that next time for you guys. Oh, oh my god. It's my it's only my third day out here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my third day out here. <laughs> Man, it's only it's on my third day out here. Oh my god. But we were we, okay, we just finished I just asked I just asked uh Tyler what irked him the most about this generation. Um what was my next question? Fuck uh next question. I have a list right here. Okay, what what makes you the happiest? Like uh, on earth, what is, what is the most? What is the what is the thing that you can think about that brings you either like nostalgia or just like this sense of like everything's gonna be okay? Mm-hmm. Like I'm content. Like hentai. Uh, no, but wow. in all seriousness, um, all seriousness, actually being an art event. Like, um, I kind of went at this uh, earlier in the podcast recording, but 
Um, if you guys don't know my background with the art scene, I, I was just uh, an admirer of, like, you know, what Secret Space does or Night of Eyes did. And by NSC2, I was more involved in it, but not really. And then by sometime between NSC2 and Chosen More, I switched from becoming an admirer to being an artist myself. So everyone knows I started doing mixes, and then I somehow blew up on SoundCloud for a bit because of my mixes. Shout out to oh, my... Yeah. That was crazy. Like, it you blew up... Fucking, um, you put Castle Oblivion on one of your mixes, too. I remember yeah, that. that was the one that I actually... That's the only good... I think that's the best one I've ever made, and that's probably the only one I'd ever say that I don't know Yo, how Tyler, Tyler, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. One day you, like, sent me that link... I was like, what? The, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh shit, I'm in like a little mix. That's cool. I was like, but who is this dude? Because like you didn't have a profile picture, so I was like, oh yeah, you uh, did, did. yeah, definitely. Everyone, no one knew who I was for a good minute, other than the Secret Space Boys. And then after a while, I was like, oh, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, and now everyone knows me as that one guy who shouted before Secret Space played Drip. Dude, when you fucking like. I remember one time I was in the I was in the mall I was at Great Mall with you. Oh no, you're gonna tell the story. No, right. Okay, let me tell this story because this is the hilarious story of the year. <laughs> so this is right be this is right after NSC one I believe. I'm working at Uniqlo. Shout out to Uniqlo, and I'm working at the back as the back reader. Keep in mind, being a back a greeter in general means you have to wear the stupid ass kimono they give you, and you and <laughs> at the time, right. I didn't know. I think the kimono's fire. I, the kimono's fire, but like it's Hashtag sweaty. Game. No one cleans it up. Rest Do they get mad? It's nasty, bro. If you're Rest, not like Asian, can you wear it if you're not Asian? Uh, yes. I has like. Had you have a coworker that like was an Asian? A customer had been like, yeah, this is kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, like, this is kind of messy. <laughs> so, uh, there were okay. So there's like a there's a moment where like we had like one of the new recruits that came in, and she was Latina. And we had a Japanese person that come in, and, and she was staring at the, the, the greeter. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's probably going to say something. She walks up to her, and he's like, you know, you're not supposed to be wearing that because you're not, you know, of that culture. And I'm just like, boy, this is, a, this is just a Japanese store. We all work here. Calm the fuck down. Just go buy your cheap clothes. We're embracing the culture. Embracing the culture. Imagine yeah. like, imagine like a really nasty, sweaty, musky white dude wearing like a daishiki. No, but oh, they... no, done. No, that's a no, no. That's a no, no. White people that's can't do anything. Funny. Yo, but big really shout can. out. That's how funny. Though. Big shout out to Uniqlo, even though I, I was going to Uniqlo and I don't know what to get for gifts. Oh, dude, dude it's you a never great Tyler. You never finished the story. Okay, <laughs> we keep we always get sidetracked. <laughs> so basically, what happened was um. Jaden and his girl are coming through back entrance. I recognize them from NSC, right? But I didn't want to say anything at first, so I just let him go through. But he goes, he just, for some reason, being the eccentric person he is, he walks back and forth for a little bit. And then at some point, I just had to come up, run up to him and say, hey, you're Jaden from, you played at NSC 3, NSC 1, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I was there. Um, I, saw your, I saw Dante's deal with the double. That shit's tight. And I feel like at some point, I think after that situation, Jaden must have thought I was the weirdest motherfucker on earth. Because here's this random motherfucker that works at this random oh, store dude, that they're like... just walking past. And he comes no, runs dude, up to was... me. <laughs> and you know what? Motherfucker, you tweeted about me. You tweeted about me, too. I remember that tweet. Oh, yeah, oh, I shit. did. Huh? 
It was funny. I remember that tweet specifically because I was I, I was following you at the time, and I saw that tweet. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker has, has tweeted about me, even though he doesn't know who I am. That's sick. That was crazy because like that same day, so me and her were going to the food court, and yeah. I just saw you standing like some big ass dude, like this tall ass dude, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, like you, you're like right next to the entrance. You have like your hands crossed together, like near your crotch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was walking through, and you stopped me hella quick. You're like, hey, you, you're Jane, right? And I was like, oh, yeah? Uh, you from No Chill Summer? I thought she was tight. And I was like, no, thanks, man. I like the show. And then me, when, me and Julian, when me and Julian left Uniqlo, she was like, oh, my God, wow, you're so famous. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. You don't know, you don't know nothing about me. Shut up. But <laughs> I tweeted later. I was like, yo, I just got recognized at, like, at the mall. That shit was crazy. Oh, shit. Wait, I remember this tweet. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, yeah. And I like tweeted at like when it was like still no chill summer tweets. I was like, oh shit, that was crazy. Yeah, I know. Shout out to Will because he retweeted that too. I was just like, damn. But um, yep, no, that's Uniqlo. Fuck Uniqlo. What the fuck? Fuck Uniqlo. I hate working there. I hated working there, honestly. It's just, it's almost like working at a slave factory, not gonna lie. Sorry. Damn. Well, like that. <laughs> no, okay, so like, <laughs> okay, I have to explain the concept. So I have to explain this. So the thing is, right, like at like any, like any retail <laughs> job, you're basically working long hours on your feet. And that's understandable, right? But oh, Unico has terrible. like their sense of like, ur- they have this like sense that you have to be perfect every time you're working or else you're just fucking up. Right, you can't have emotions when you have a job, dog. It's like, you're like, like my, oh my god, dude, it's so different from where I'm working. It sounds now. like what you say, Travis. <laughs> Nothing. It just sounds like my yeah, girl, yeah. Man. You, yeah, like, <laughs> such a damn mouth. <laughs> but, uh, but um, like I can't like na- when I'm working now, like I can fuck up multiple times, and they're still trying to make me a crew like a that manager. Like that's that's tight. But when I was working at Uniqlo, right, I'd be busting my ass off every day, and I'm like, I'm barely getting uh, like a fifty cent raise. Yeah, no, I, and feel they, that. I feel that. I used to work. Nah. At, I used to write. I used to work right in front of you. Like, I used to work at Old Navy. That there was like, an Old Navy near. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah, right around, right, right around the corner. I used to work there in 2016, and then I got hired at In and Out, and I've been working there for most like. Like a year and a half, I can, dude. I can, I can get a new job. Dude. Honestly, Uniqlo was my first job, and it was paying thirteen fifty. But now I'm working at a undisclosed location where they produce we uh, we produce uh, vegetable for fifteen an hour. And Jaden lives near there, so yeah, I live near it. Why do you say produce vegetables, nigga? Why do you say produce? It's food, my nigga. It's produced vegetables. It's basically all rabbit food. Shout out to Dio. He he understands my joke. It's in the just. I've eaten. I've eaten there. It's cool. You should. You should just pull up. I just want to give out free food at this point. It's cool. Like, it's, I don't know. Bruh, me and Jill I... went there one time. Me and Jill went there one time, and like that day, we just ate like a whole bunch. And I just remember like feeling sick when I went home because I ate so damn much. Mm. But that was my fault because I ate so damn much. It'd be like <laughs> that. It'd be like that sometimes. Um. What the fuck was I saying? What the fuck were we talking about? Oh shit! Uh, what was the one thing I liked? And I said, Man, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Shout out, shout out to uh, No Chill. Shout, shout out, out to Will. 
shout out to Will. That man is doing amazing things. I'm proud of him. Yeah. I don't know if he ever fucking listens to this shit, but oh, I told him. I, to... I told him uh, I was gonna be on this, so he's probably gonna listen to it. Probably. Okay. Cool. And, and to... just to mention one more time that Platform Media and Bad Omen are gonna be be hosting No Chill Summer Three, uh, June. June 9th, twenty eighteen. So mark your calendars. Also, Literally, since Tracksuit is here, please uh do come out to the Secret Space Tour shows this summer. Um, they're having <laughs> it's the same day. It's gonna be the same day, so please do uh, go. To... One of the. It's only gonna be one. I think it's the Berkeley show, right, dude? Yeah. So it's like the bigger. Yeah. One. No wait. Don't you have like a show that week too? Like on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We have the sixth. I've not. I'm ninth. I'm not. Yo, the sixth. That's the, that's one day after my birthday. Let's fucking get it. Let's just do it. I think I don't. The Tinsies has all the dates. Shout out to I Vincent. Just, I, shout out to. Pre- I just. I just rap like. <laughs> just rap. Shout out Dio. Shout, Shout out, out Dio. Dio. Hey, we also said we also said Joe looks like a. I said if you look if you look closely at Joe's face, he looks like a, sh- a chihuahua. Nah, shout out lowercase. Uh, that boy went viral. Oh, dude, that I don't know why how that shit went viral, but that man Is became the most popular EDM producer for a good minute. For a hot minute, bro. That's crazy. He's still cooking, bro. He dropped another one after. Oh yeah, that. no, dude, that shit's fun. That's really good. Yeah. Hey, but this interview about you, I have a question. Yes. So, like, with Platform Media, and you said, like, closing the gap between, like, being, uh, like, an audience member to, like, being within it, mm-hmm. like, the community directly. Yeah. Um, it was, like, so, like, with that, um, how would you say, just from, like, having the lens or, like, having the perspective from being on the outside, mm-hmm. like, what has, like, surprised you the most? About the art scene? Just in general, like being like directly like in it, not just like yeah about art. Honestly, I I would like to say it's how hard you guys work. I mean, this is this is my perspective of from appreciating SSP to being like knowing kind of like the details of SSP to a degree, right? You guys work extremely hard. Like, I know you guys are like you guys are very meticulous with your craft. Like, so if you guys don't know, um, Vincent or Tinsies or Bamboo He's basically producing everything I'm doing right now. Um, and so when I'm recording with him at his place, he's very meticulous with his shit. Like, he, he's not afraid to tell me that I'm really shit with my shit, with my rap. I'm really shit with this verse. This is where you're fucking up on. This is where you need to improve on. And you got, you got to set yourself your time limit. And it's like, wow, you guys are really taking your shit seriously. And it's, it's both very scary, but also very heartwarming and, like, very gratifying. Like, it's gratifying because... I get to be working with people who are really, really about their craft, and they're not going to take bull- like you're not going to take half-assed work, like half-assed uh, responses. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a lot of and it like it translates back to the art scene that I was like about. I was I was or I was uh, told about because keep in mind the only exposure I have to like the art quote unquote art scene is Filipino uh, pe- uh Filipino like singers on their ukes doing, like, minute-long covers of some random pop song. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, it's the yeah. generic shit you see over and over again that gets viral within the community. But when you got, you like, you got, your, Mark, you have yourself, Joe, uh, Laura Harrison, uh, Vincent, and just a Dio, like, you guys are making it big for yourselves, and you guys are doing something that's not 
Like, that's against the norm of SJ Bay Area in general. And it's so – to see that is like, bruh, this is cool. To see people that are dedicated to their art the same way I am, but also like they're not going to accept if you, you fuck with them, they're not going to accept any bullshit. They're always straight to the point. They want to make sure that everyone is with their craft. And I That's think every fact. artist should be like that. Every yeah. artist should be like that. Like, you should not half-ass any of your work. And, like, just me, as a now, as a quote-unquote rapper myself, and, like, an artist in general, like, be, being able to work with you, Jaden, like, Marley of La, uh, of, uh, La Lumiere, you know, just to, be, just, to be, just to be around you guys so often, like, I'm working twice, three times as hard on my own thing. Mm-hmm. I want to catch up. Because at this moment, I think I'm below you guys. I'm not at your level yet. But one day, I will. I'm not. I'm coming into the game relatively late. I don't have the skill set you guys are on. I don't have the experience. But one day, I will. Like, I will get there one day. And I, every day is, like, a little bit more, get, like, getting towards your, at your peak. Or, like, your level right now. I'm not on that level. I'm on my own shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I'm on a new level. Nah, deadass dude. Okay, here's my whole thing. Like, I I already told, like, I already told this already, but I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about it again. When I first met, um, the like, the early, early secret space, when it was, like, you and Joe only. This one were a black box. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early. Yeah. And you, I remember, like, you were wearing your beanie. We were outside. Remember, we had to get some air after because it was stank and musty in there and hot. I was dripping sweat. Yeah, but you had your beanie on yeah, still. I, so I, was, I was mad confused. <laughs> you had your beanie on. And I remember you we were outside. You had a bottle of water. And I was like, yo, you guys said it was fire. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, yeah, you, yeah Dante's was cool, too. That was that was crazy. That was dark. I phoned to Dante's. I... <laughs> You had my favorite set, and it was one song. No, you, you, no, he was like my favorite set besides SSP. Because you have to understand, this dude literally took someone else's slot because that dude didn't show up, didn't uh, know that he was doing yeah, a slot. Yeah, like, yeah, that one dude, track. Fuck- it wasn't even completed yet. It was just you rapping over the instrumental that you right. didn't complete, and you killed the, you killed that set. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know, like, because, dude, okay, I, I couldn't. So originally, I was already on the set lineup. Like I was, I already had my spot, and this was months before the show even happened. My, uh, uh, it was like me and uh, me and um, Will. He was talking to me about it, and I went through like this dip where I just like I started like really Sucked thinking out. about my craft, and I was like, "Yo, I can't, I can't, I can't perform these songs. These are fucking trash." And at the time, it was like the early stage of Psychowater, Dante's deal with Dante, and. Um, I think Sadie's or something. It was like early stages, so I, I wasn't really feeling it. And I was like, "Look, I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to drop off. Like, I'm gonna have to drop out. I gotta, I'll, I'll still be there, but just know, like, I can't perform because I'm not feeling too good about my craft. Because I don't want to, I don't want to put out anything that I know that I'm not 100, you know, like, cool with. So I dropped out, and then like two weeks, three weeks before the show, Julian is talking to me. She's like, "Babe, I think you should ask him again because I think, I think like it'll be a good experience because." You know, you're you're growing and this and that. And I was working on the beat at the time, and I was like, all right, let me text him. So I went on Twitter, I DM'd him like, yo, you guys, you got another spot for me? I'm sorry. Like, I know, like, there's only three weeks before the show, and I want you to stop everything you're doing so you can put me back on. He's like, all right, I'll get back to you. Six days later, 
he's like, I'll let you go off the after party, like the after show. And it's like 12 o'clock in the morning. I was like, eh. all right, it's still something for sure. And then like two days before the show, he's like, so look, um, this guy forgot that. Wait, no, wait, no, it was two days. It was like, I think it was like the day of either the day before or the day of. He's like, look, this dude forgot he was performing. And I'm not going to say his name, but he forgot he was performing. I have that slot open at 830 can you do it? And I was like, I'm down. And that's when I performed Dante's Do It. Dante was that one song, but I remember like the crowd being hyped as fuck. And I was talking, I was talking about murdering some bitch. That was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I, I, I remember after that, I talked to, I talked to Joe and I talked to track and I remember, (laughs) I was like, yo, that was crazy. Like you guys are crazy. He's like, yeah. And Joe's just like, looking at me smiling. He's like, yeah, you guys are cool. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, we should, like, collab. And I was, like, halfway, like, low-key joking. And then Trax, like, <clears throat> I don't collab with anyone I don't shake hands with. <laughs> no, he said, it's not what he said. I was, like, well, yeah, I was just, like, it's, like, I don't really, like, work with people that, like, I haven't shaken the hand of just based on, like, I don't give me a hand. All right, yeah, whatever. And then you dap me up. <laughs> and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> dab me up, and he sounds like he this. Dabbed me up. Yeah, I did. I just, Cause I was just dabbing you up. I was like, word. And then you're like, ha ha ha. I guess you can work with me now. I was like, whatever. This nonchalant ass motherfucker. Shout out to your cash raise, by the way. Word. Wait. <laughs> word. Marcus, you're a scumbag. You're dirty. Don't say his Fuck government you. name. Listen, my God, dude, the feds are watching and listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just someone, wa- it's the FBI watching us from our uh, phone cameras right now. Man. So, are you still doing stuff with Platform? Oh, That's yeah, definitely. Your- uh, I'm still at CFO, and I'm still working with Platform. But I think at the moment, I'm also, uh, because I'm also doing both, like, life transitional things, and, like, I'm moving away from SJ, I want to kind of... Oh, word. I'm alleviating more of my time away from platform eventually but i think that i can never really stray away from platform because platform is the reason why i'm an artist if you guys think about it like if it wasn't for justin and him inviting me onto canvas platform when it was a thing um and for him to drag me to the nsd events that i would never be an artist where i'd be doing this podcast with you guys or just you know like rapping to the not the same tier as you guys but like a little tier tier but below that um, but like stuff like that, you know, to be able to do events is something I never expected to do a year ago. But now to be in my position saying that, hey, Platform's going to be hosting NSC3, Platform's going to have a fashion show in like two months after that, it's tight. Yeah, I mean, no, that's like a super, that's just really dope development in general for like you and Platform. Yeah. And in case, and like, the hosting thing, I didn't even know about until you just said it, like, 10 minutes ago. Gang, gang. <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait. Well, let me get this on air. It's, oh, wait, uh, we Actually, we're going to talk sh- uh, shop after, though, because I actually need to hit you up about some other things. But yeah. um, honestly, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's just a weird development because I think everything just happened so fast. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I it's... Mean, yeah. I mean, seeing from where, like, because the... No Chill Summer to Chill Some More, one and two, like, the gap was, like, pretty, like... Half a year. Yeah, it was pretty, like, rapid. Um, mm-hmm. 
But like and all like, the things that's that happened, a lot of progress be- for half a year though. But also like understand like <laughs> the things that happened within that year, like between NSC two and Show Some More, I became friends with Vincent. Vincent became like because of that, I became friends with Joe. Because of all that, like I got connected with SP a little more. Then I met right. Dio, and then we did the whole platform uh, secret space collab. Shout out to that collab, by the way, because that was the most impromptu collab we've ever done. And I still Yo, think- I love. I got this shirt right here. <laughs> I'm literally, it's in my hands right now. I just have it in my room. Gang, gang. Oh, honestly, it's such, uh, it was such an honor because to see, like, it, it, to talk about the dynamic change from being, a pre, like, a fan of Secret Space to be working with them and now to being their friend and, like, working with them constantly, it's such a blessing. And it's something that this art scene, like, if I ever do decide to just quit altogether, that's the one thing I will always have in my head and I always look back on is, like, I really made this shit. You can't tell me that I did not do something with my with all this shit. Like mm-hmm. I had an idea, I had the drive to say I want to be an artist now, and I want to work with the same people I appreciate with, I, I like, I admire, and now I did it. So no one in SJ can tell me that I didn't do it. Like Facts. I, yeah. I have proof. I have proof as you. Everyone can see. I was, I became the dude at NSC two who's carrying Jay Lori on his raft. To being the dude at CSM who basically did a quick monologue for SSP before they played the hardest song. Of that the was night. a crazy set. I just want to like I'm I like I don't want to like toot my own horn or whatever the. Fuck it was a crazy say, set, like, Mark. Let's let's be clear here. Let's be clear. Yes. That was one of the be- that was the best set. That was amazing. I'm very disappointed that the the yeah. audience at CSM was whack. That was trash. That was mad, oh, I I could I can go, dude. Honestly, we can. I think I can go on forever. The, no, the no three of us could go me. on as the everything wrong with us. Chill some more, but I'm not gonna disrespect no. Will like that because I'm no, I'm not, not working with him. Will like it, that's not that's not that, that's not his that's not his fault on any part. It's just mm-hmm. that that was um. It seemed like well as as well. Here's my I have a philosophy for performance and this is how I'm approaching approaching the tour for SSB mm. this summer. It's like you really can't go in with the mindset thinking of like how many people are going to show up or like if they're going to like react or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you just have to go and do your shit and like my boy Keegan like told me this. It's like I'd rather like go perform and there's like no one and then and like fucking like play my heart out and like perform all I can do, then have hella people come and like give a lukewarm ass performance. Right. Like that for me personally. And even if they're not responding, like I'm not gonna like not stoop down. I wouldn't lose that energy. I would just put it up more because it's like honestly, if your performance is dope, like objectively good, people are gonna hear about it. Like people are gonna know. Right. Yeah. Even if no one came, even if the fucking crowd whack. was like whack as shit, never, like people will hear about it if it's a good set. I never go into the I never go into a performance thinking about, all right, I wanna impress everybody in here. That my whole thing is I, I come in thinking like, okay, this is what I like doing. I'm gonna have fun while doing it. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna perform it the way I rehearse and that's just in like my goofy, crazy, whatever way. And if people fuck with it, they do. If they don't, they don't. I don't really think about the size of a crowd, but I can tell when a crowd is whack. And after the performance, I'm like, yeah, that shit was mad ass. But you know, I gave it my, I gave it my all with my 100. percent So, I mean, and it's I think kinda, that's the, I, I feel like that's the satisfaction of it as, as just me, as artists, is that even if like the, the, the crowd wasn't feeling it, 
so long as we are self-satisfied in what we do, then that's all that matters. And I really think that that's a mentality that I, we should have right now. But eventually, later on, like when I feel like now, what we're what, what stage we're at, we're we're towards focusing like, oh, like we need to. We're kind of in the moment. Like this is the weird year that I have this talk with like uh, Vincent and Dio. Is that this is kind of the year where we have to build framework for the rest of our career for our our careers. And if yeah. we can't build framework this year, then we kind of just drop this dream and die. Because realistically, okay, let's not let's not get too let's not get too over exaggerated. Like, yeah, well, okay, not... wait, what I'm, what I'm saying die as in like our our careers are just like non-existent. No, because I don't, I don't, no, I agree. I, I, no, I agree. Mark, you understand what I say because, and I'm gonna quote Joe on this, right? And he said to me in the in the car when I was uh, with him to go see Will's uh, thing, and is that I don't want to be 21, 22 rapping. And be where, be I'm, where at I'm at right, right now. now. Right. Because yeah. that yeah. mindset too, that like, no, I'm not doing that. I'd rather, but also too, you have to think about it. We're 19, 20 year olds. Actually, Jaden's barely 18. But like, we're, Dude, most I'm, of us are like, like two months. Yeah. Most of us are 19, 20 year olds turning 21 soon. And we're not out here trying to be SoundCloud rappers for the rest of our lives. We want to continue it if it's prosperous and we see growth and we see demand for our craft. But if we don't see demand, then I don't mind dropping what I'm doing, being satisfied with where I was right there, and just sticking it to a nine to five job. That's whatever. Nah, nah, dude, no, nah, I feel that. Like, I don't know if I don't know track if if you heard the first podcast, but I talked about how like at one point I was standing in my job, like and I was just standing there, and I got hella sad because I was like, damn, because I looked around me and some of my coworkers they're like in their fifties, late forties, early thirties, no, and they're still working not, here. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, like I know I don't want to be a part of this like forever, but it was just like that whole thought, like, damn, this does not make me happy. I can't see myself living like this for the rest of my life. I need to be creating, I need to be on stage, I need to be doing X amount of things every day mm-hmm. just to better myself. That shit scared me. I was like, damn, this shit is real. This shit is not cute. <laughs> No, yeah. no, and I think that's the one that's like the thing that's driving me right now and I don't know where I'm really going with this uh, with like my my art career in general but I'd like to hope that in 10 plus years like a platform is really an actual media company and we're we're actually doing great things and I want to see mm-hmm. the same thing with Night of Eyes I want to see the, see the same thing with Secret Space I don't yeah. want I think it's different though I think you can be running a media platform and be 30 you can run a media platform and be 40 no nah, but it's, it's a lot it's a lot easier to like do when you're young though because when you're young you have the world on your shoulders you can fucking you can take over the world at a young yeah, age yeah i think when you're young you can make a lot of mistakes but as we get older like the mistakes cost a lot more like right. you know what i mean like when you're a kid and you fall off a bike that's not too bad like you can heal up you're still growing but when you're an old when ass, you're older it's harder to take hits yeah it's a lot harder yeah like so like i like i as much as i can say like you, you're like mark you're right yes when i'm 40 if i'm 40 and i'm still doing platform yes that's very much viable but it has to be implemented now it, i can't just be 40 and say i want to redo platform it's impossible at that point i'm probably living a nine to five i probably have wife and kids if i have wife and kids i'm probably living in like some white picket fence at that point i'm living the family man like the mm-hmm. average family man like i, don't I can't just like I can't just like drop my shit aside and say I want to be like all these young youngin kids and start a media company. I can't do that. 
I don't think I could rationally do that from that mindset to this mindset. That's Damn, what I'm, I'm trying to think right now because a lot changes in a year. Like a year ago, I was on my um, what was it? I was I was just getting off of my jubilant shit like two years ago, mm-hmm. and then I was on my my kid blossom shit of like making up stories and I'm like that shit didn't really. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, mm-hmm. the the kid blossom road tape that shit like it did not make me feel like as accomplished as this this new project I'm working on. It did not make me feel that like it was authentic enough because it wasn't like jubilant when I was actually talking about actual shit that was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So it just, I feel like the mindset's going to change again in like the next year when I'm actually like living on my own and this and that. And oh, yeah, trying to make it as an artist. It's going to change a lot because if I thought I was depressed a couple years ago, well, shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be talking about when I'm 18 years old living in Los Angeles by oh, myself. My Mind you, I've never Ooh. been to Los Angeles. I've been out the state, but I've never been to Los Angeles. <laughs> like no and like imagine like i would say even so, I, i'd be in the same position because i'm kind of scared because i'm about to, like like literally june this june i'm moving out out of sj and i'm moving to east bay like tracy that oh, area word. yeah so like yeah. so like ima- like i'm basically i'm basically thinking in my head how am i supposed to do this uh, career shit when i'm an hour away from where vincent is so where i can produce i'm basically an hour away from everybody and yeah, like yeah, it's no. really scary to think that it's basically a, it's like a renewal in my, it's like a re, like a fresh restart in my life. But at the same time, like I still want to do this music shit. I still want to do that. How am yeah, I supposed yeah. to restart? Or what? How? What's my mindset gonna be like in this new environment when I'm like doing different things? I'm not yeah. SJ Tyler anymore. I'm Tracy Tyler. I'm that area Tyler. <laughs> Tracy I'm sh- Tyler. <laughs> I'm Man- I'm Mantika. Oh my god, I'm Mantika Tyler. Oh my god. Shout out to my. Um... I'll start calling you fucking Tracy. <laughs> Shout out. To- your mindset changes on your geographic. Yes. Decade. When I'm in Japan, I'm Japan Tyler. <laughs> when I'm in Manteca, I'm Manteca Tyler. Shout out to my ex girl, by the way. I don't know if you want to call her, but she's from Manteca. She knows who Shout she out is. To my ex bitch. Oh, no, I can't call her a bitch because she was wonderful. It's just we didn't work out. Oh, sorry, dude. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that people always ask who my girlfriend, who my girl was at the time. Yeah. But some people, you know who she is, you just don't know the person. But if oh, I, I do, okay, let me just text you. Let me DM you the name, and you're just gonna laugh your ass off right now. Oh no, bro! Oh no, I'm oh, not gonna no. say it on the on the podcast out of respect. There, there. I, I DM'd no. You. Yep. You want to know the story behind that? You want to know the story? <laughs> you want to know the story? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, no. What? Okay, so I have a really funny story. Um, so. Okay, so this is Night of CSM, right? I actually, I actually didn't know that this person that we're talking about uh, in a third-party perspective, and if she ever listens to this, I, I just want to address this. I'm so sorry for mentioning you one more time. I know you're living your life out in a certain city in uh, wait, wait, SoCal. Wait, wait. Pause on that, pause on that, pause on that. Yeah, shout out, shout out her. She listened to Moon, now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music. Shout out her, because she fucked with the vision. I fuck with you. All right, go on. Yeah, um... But shout out her. She's living her life as an art student. I'm I'm really proud of her work. Like, I think I just don't want to. I don't want to name her because I know that she has a like. Uh, she's always told me about like like NorCal drama. And I just don't want to involve her anymore. She's no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no. That's respectable. That's respectable. Uh, yeah, but like just to mention what happened. So basically, CSM. Uh, I didn't know that she was part of Canvas platforms like shoots. So if you look back at some of uh, Justin's older like photos, 
for when we did Wave Zero for Canvas platform, the shirts, mm-hmm. like she's part of those shoots. She's the she's the model wearing the pink shirt. I didn't know that. Okay. So then I meet like I'm like I see I just see her as like a really cute girl that I see at, at Justin's booth, like our booth. And I'm just like I just want to introduce myself because Justin's talking to her. I assume that they're friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I find out she worked. She's doing a platform. She, she was she helped us with the shoe, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, I she told me she was uh, moving down uh, to SoCal for art school, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, like I, we're probably not going to see each other again, but if we do, let's exchange twitters. You know, because that's what the mood was that whole night was exchanging twitters, not phone numbers. Right. Um, yeah. And then I think a couple days later. Uh, she was talking about some anime called Saint Young Men, which the anime where like Jesus and Buddha are roommates. Okay. And then like she uh, she was talking about watching it again, and I was like, "Damn, I remember that series." And we ended up, I ended up finessing that we went, we ended up skyping each other, and we went, we ended up watching that all the series together, and that just led on to us watching Shogeki. And then like, I think a couple days later after that, she invited me to a, a New Year's Eve party that. I actually knew the host of. So, and then what ended up happening was at that party, and this is gonna get really messy. But will I will got a <laughs> No, no, no. But this is really <laughs> fucked, and y- y- both of you are gonna laugh. So, will actually pulls up to the same party as I, I, I do, right? Oh, I dapple up with him, and we're just I'm hanging out with him, uh, his friends, Alan and Noah, the whole night, and yeah. this is like after the um the midnight the countdown happens i'm about to try to dip because i just want to like sj has this thing called down uh christmas in the park and we have this one thing called like the hot the hot chocolate and i've never tried it but everyone has it so i just wanted to try for one time because i've never had it i've lived in sj for about like 13 14 years and i've never had it and so i was trying to i just wanted to go along with it like hey do you want to just go with me real quick and this like william this this man's like Finesses his way into like finesses his way, and things happen. I'm not gonna explain what happens because uh, it is what it is. I'm I'm I moved past it, but because of that situation and what ha- transpired, um, I ended up getting closer to this person, and then we ended up saying I, I ended up saying that I really liked her. Things happened, and then eventually, like a month later, I think we just kind of broke it off. I think it was just I think I know exactly why. I'm not going to mention too much about it, but, you know, it was, it is what it is. Uh, it was cool to kind of be in a quote unquote relationship for a good minute. Uh, but it also taught, it just taught me a lot, I guess. But yeah, no, I just, um, that's to clear up. If anyone saw my tweets about me falling in love, I really wasn't. It was basically like me being infatuated with a person, I guess. Damn. What the fuck? You said I was gonna laugh, bitch. What the fuck? Oh no, I can't tell you on air because I I, I respect Will too much. But I'll tell you after. Uh, Wait, hold on, like, hold, on hold on, hold on. You're like, you're like, no, man. This man, this man was like, y'all gonna laugh. This nigga said I was in love, but I just want to fucking kill myself. Oh. Okay. Jesus. Messy, um, messy. That was the Night of Ice podcast episode. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I don't, wait, are we even done yet? That's the question. Because no, I don't know if done. you got all your questions. Um, shit. Okay, name your favorite, your top five favorite artists on your mind right now. Top five favorite artists. music, music. It could, yeah, sure. We'll keep it in music because okay, you better not say me. 
Johnny Tracksuit. Johnny Tracksuit number one. Oh, Johnny Tracksuit, of course, number one. But Johnny besides, Tracks. like, would you big say, oh, would you big say, oh, Johnny Tracksuit with the lights out, back to close, close. Hold up, got us out right now. Shut up, not me. Pardon me, pardon me, it's bugging up, lame. Keep leaving my waist like that. K-pop, shut in my way like that. You look fucking good. But um, but yeah, I feel like pussy. Yeah, I feel like pussy. Stop, 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 stop. Let's just not stop this disagreement. But um, no um. Besides all like the obvious secret space program, Johnny Tracksuit, Joe, nothing, Dio. Of Secret Space, all that, right? Yeah, we dick ride um, you guys so hard. It's we, we dick ride Secret Space so hard. We dick ride the homies. Pause. If a um, track, if you ever, I swear to God, if you ever end up acting like you don't know us anymore, I'm gonna have to kill you. Because we were the number, <laughs> we, were, we were your number one stands. You not I'm gonna go you to that, one of your shows. Do you know how many times I tweeted at them saying Honestly, I love them? I plugged you <laughs> so many people. You have no idea. I. This ain't about me or them. It's about you. <laughs> we can talk about this. <laughs> Yeah. You would, y'all better invite me to the. I put, I put so many people on you guys. You, you Same. Same. Bro, I appreciate that. This is about the boy. <laughs> about us. But um, no. Uh, top five. Uh, f- number five is gonna have to be a tie between MF Doom and Pharrell. How are you gonna put Ooh. us above Doom, bro? That's so disrespectful. No, 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 no. This is it's just not regular... no particular order. Dipshit. No, no, no. It's a regular ass artist. Like I'm splitting between like the like artists that I'm currently listening to versus like top five of all time. Like, like Doom, yeah. Doom beats you guys. Obviously, I can't disagree. I can't lie about that. Doom and Pharrell, y'all can't. Y'all can't beat favorite them. rappers. Favorite rapper. Yeah, but like, um, Doom, Pharrell, top five. I recently put Pharrell at top five because I all because like recently I've been noticing I I think I think it was either Vincent or Joe uh, showed me this but like Pharrell in his production he does like his weird four count and then he leads onto the beat right, and it's yeah, so catchy it's like dun 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 but um top four uh I'd say Kendrick I mean this is kind of cheesy and it's kind of probably like basic but Kendrick is obviously good. that's not cheesy he's fucking I don't know I think he's... it's a standard it's like a standard Bay Area thing nah he's on Kendrick. some other he's on some other ish for real uh three would have to be Higher Brothers uh they are my current favorite Asian rappers at the moment they are really making a, a name for themselves and they're really proving that um rap is universal it's not just strictly within uh within america it's all over the place uh two would be originally two would be migos but because but now because of the controversy i'm gonna put them way down uh two is actually gonna be denzel curry because n64 was a very good tape but on top of that too like his um i think he's the only florida rapper that i can appreciate and doesn't have a case against who? Uh, Denzel Curry. Not Wi-Fi's funeral. Uh, I don't listen to Wi-Fi's like that though. It's like you don't listen to like Smoke Perf like that. Big facts. Facts. No printer. Um, and then number there. one, number one all time, and no one can disrespect me on this. Kanye West. Oh yeah. Because like you, like this man's. He's in my top three. Top three. Top three. But like he's top one. Like no one can beat him because the problem is right. This man went from being a producer to a rapper and keep in mind his rap career starts when he gets into a car accident and gets his jaw wired shut 
and he he spits a verse with his jaw shut, right? And he constantly proves himself to be the top rapper of every like every year that he has a debut album out. Yeah, okay, you can say Life of Pablo was kind of trash, but it's still a good what. Life, I liked it. I liked it too, but like a lot of like Kanye heads, like old Kanye heads, didn't like it because it was strayed away from like, because everyone would always put like, my beautiful darkness of fantasy top 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 one, yeah. and then like it's like late uh, late registration graduation yada yada. Jesus is like all the way. So actually, it's either Jesus or eight away heartbreaks at the very bottom. But I put Jesus a little bit up on the top because it was the first album I've ever listened to by Kanye. Still ahead of it's his still time. ahead of his time. It's like really edgy, very minimalistic, and the transitions are just like in your face. I'm not even a Kanye head. I just listened to Life of Pablo because I was like anticipating it, and it was like he was kind of all over the place when he first released it. And I was like, that's when one thing that like kind of drew me off of it. I was like, dude, come on! Like if you're gonna come out with an album, make sure like everything is ready and you took your time. Don't change your album name three, four, five times. Yeah, that that don't, don't update honestly, your album. Like, it's not like the production on it is like terrible or like not worth listening. It was just kind of like I wasn't ready. It's just like I feel like a lot of his older albums were a lot more structured. They were they were well put together, and this one just mm-hmm. seemed like it was all over the place. But maybe that's because that was that's where he was at the time. Like look at the album artwork, like the randomness. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe it's something that I won't be able to understand until I grow a little older and I'm feeling like that. So I don't know. That's yeah. just. I mean, I mean, at that time too, like he had his first kid. He was about to have his second. He was basically doing his thing with Adidas, and he had a lot of stress on him. So I would, uh, I think now listening back, how long has the album been out? Like maybe two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Un- it's like to understand his mindset at the time. I'm like, yeah, I, under- I completely understand why. He, yeah, he, I probably have to like listen that. to it again, like now, to understand it a little better, yeah. and I'll have a different opinion on it. That's one thing I know too. You can't just automatically judge something by listening to it or viewing it once. You have to take multiple, multiple times. Time. Yeah. And not just then at the moment. You have to take listen throughout, like, time. Because I originally always put my beautiful Darkness of Fantasy at the top and nothing was ever going to be a contender. But lately, as of lately, like, late registration has been, like, a top contender. Lately, uh, Jesus has been a top contender. Graduation has gone a little bit lower because I didn't really fuck with graduation like that. But, yeah, stuff like, like, it's just... Throughout time, things change and your mindset changes, so you're gonna always gonna place things differently. All right, track. What about you? Your top five. What about me? You don't need my top five. Why not? Don't be a little bitch. I don't even have a top five. It's like just flow. I used to have a solid top five last year, but now it's different. Top five that you're thinking of right now. I think. Okay, I'll give you. No, I'll give you a top five in order. Like one would be Doom. I'd put Earl at two. Yeah, at three. Uh, fourth and fifth kind of flips sometimes. Stiffy. Stiffy. <laughs> Are you really no. going to say 6'9"? Um, I swear to God. I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll I was saying because no, I, I was saying because he was iffy on the subject. Like, he didn't know <laughs> if he's iffy. Right? Oh, dude. 6'9 is the worst rapper of my life. I just, just want to reiterate that. Fourth. Fourth would probably be like at least right, would be Pusha, and then fifth would be, damn, I'd put Vince oh. Staples, and then honorary, honorary, like, 
mention uh, Dash Da Dollar. Ooh, oh, Dash from ASAP. Oh my God, yes. I mean, he's in his own camp now, but yeah. Was he, he really? Is he? I, I assumed he's still part of uh, Aug at least. Like they're still friends and shit. Nah, just blackout boys. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even fuck with wretch like that anymore. They're kind of on their own shit. Yeah. But that's besides the fact. Yeah, I think that's my top five. Damn. Some other shit. Um, so can you share anything about this? Is for Tyler. Um, regarding like platform, like y'all making big moves, obviously. Uh, anything else, uh, like you can let the people know. Honestly, I kind of just already mentioned like the big moves. Yeah. Like we have the uh, Man of Three. We are doing a fashion show two months from that after the NFT Three. Uh, Any clothing releases? Oh, um. I, I don't know. Uh, aren't we doing uh, uh, striped tees, sir? Johnny <coughs> <laughs> uh, tracksuit uh, track uh, striped tees on the way. Um, we think we got shit in the word, probably. By that, by shit in the works, what really Mark means is that we haven't discussed it for the last four months. And we're just gonna. I've been busy. I've been in school and shit. I've been playing League of Legends. Honestly, I've been playing. Still haven't worked on Forever Blowhard either. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about it like half a year. I have. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I have like three songs with my verses on them, like recorded. Been had recorded since the summer. Honestly, I think we should put like, you should get Joe, and we should finish that that Cowboy Bebop one too. That's a good one. Time for you mean that the right one now, beat that SSD you messed up on? Oh wait, Jaden, don't you didn't you delete the beat? No, I still have it. It's just the 808 sound trash. I have one recording. I have one save without the 808s, and I I want someone to fix that because that's dude. For some reason, like Fruity Loops just deleted the fucking like the track. I don't know what happened. It was saved. I saved it like seven times. I should have backed up the instrumental with that one, but it's whatever. I still have a whole bunch of different versions of it, so yeah. we're still chilling. And plus, I have the ones I sent you, Mark. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, other than that, uh, my personal music as the rapper named Yasha. E- shout out to the fact that I changed my uh, Twitter handle multiple times. Like I'm a Russian Twitter bot. But um, but I'm gonna come clean though. Like I think I I'll, I think you had it at Knock sixty six. Honestly, I think, I think so too. But I wasn't I wasn't happy with it. Like right. I wasn't like really happy with it because. I probably might still switch it to Knock 66 again, but at the moment, I'm happy with Yasha. But you're right, Knock 66 was, like, perfect. I think I was just unhappy with it because I didn't want to be, like, I just, I don't know why. The 66 just, I had to stray away from 6ix9ine, and it's just, any correlation to 6ix9ine is just a no-no for me right now. Uh why are you even talking about him? Why is your name? You like, right, we... you right, but no, you know what I mean. Talk about that dirty nigga. He's so gross. He's nasty. I did. I did. I don't know why. I changed my but shout out to the gay hip hop remix. I fuck with that. He looks how like a McDonald's bathroom smells. Like. <laughs> 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 he looks like. Hey, Actually, he looks like it too. It's just mad graffiti. He looks like. What was that shit called? He looks like a bag of gushers after they've been in the sun for too long. <laughs> oh, damn. That's All right, I'm done talking oh, yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, but, um... All right, I got you. Shit. What else? Yeah, that's fucking... 
I mean, yeah, I just came at the last second. Wait, I know Jaden got more. Like, I told him to have heaters for me, so I don't know what happened to. Oh, we was just talking about yeah, shit. We was talking. Okay, uh, okay. Where do you see? Where do you see platform in like five years? Uh, honestly, like, to I can't really say that. The thing is, it's like I can tell you that I'd like platform to be a bigger entity than it is right now. To be able to consistently do events in a timely manner, to where you know we have our name and. SJ or the Bay Area, but it really time is to tell. Um, I I can't really say that and then not produce it. So what I like to say is that I want to see platform striving. And if it, but if platform isn't here within five years, I like to think, I like to hope that people, whatever we people saw platform, is that we like I did something like me and Justin did something with it, and that no one can tell me that platform wasn't the best that it was. It could have been better, but it was the best that it was at the time being. Yeah. All right. Uh, biggest fear, then. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Yeah. Oh, dude. Bringing out the sauce. I told you I was going to come with the heat. Ooh. Um, been too chilly in here. Being naked in public. Nigga, whites. No, it's like, okay, so I always have this weird dream that whatever I'm doing, right, where I'm like, like I'm pretending I'm rapping on stage with SSP boys or like, um, or whatever, right? That I end up just suddenly being naked, and it's just so weird. Like it's just like I have that fear that one day I'm just gonna walk out of my house and I'm just naked for no reason. I forget that I don't have crazy. You're you are a madman. Give it. Can we get a round of applause for fucking Tyler right now? This thing is insane. You're crazy. Wait, wait. I was I was late. I was. <laughs> but you guys understand what I mean, right? Is that nah, what, I really like, don't, bro. No, really wait, don't. you don't? So imagine, like, so imagine you're on stage, right? And you're doing something super cool, but then all that is negated. Then your dick pops like, out? No, not even a dick pops out. You just suddenly realize you don't have clothes. It's like a sudden, like, a quick change. As if, like, someone magically took your clothes away from you. Honestly, like, I, I can't relate. Like, I'm so comfortable with my body. Like, I've just whipped my dick out. <laughs> Shit, I'll just perform All naked. You feel me? It's nothing. It's, not, it's nothing, nothing. I would, yo. If I was, if it was a paid performance, like we'll pay you six racks up front, whatever. Oh, dude, but if it's money though, then of course, yeah, no, definitely. Y'all are hoes. But, I don't, I don't fuck with you guys. Dude, like I that feel like anymore. a number one fear is something that's like, oh, you can even pay me and I would do it. Oh, okay. Like, wait, you cannot wait, pay me to be in a room with. But spiders. you can pay. Okay, look, look, Mark. Let's. I'm gonna be real. You can pay me to do a lot of things. That I really would. Like. <laughs> oh money is money. You heard it here right. first. You heard it here first. <laughs> that, that, this is the title of the podcast. On, on the the title of the episode is Tyler would do anything for money. <laughs> but I, I, as a broke as a broke college student, you everyone understands what I I would mean by saying I will do a lot of things that I hate for money. Y'all ever just realize like damn, like I'm just doing a podcast for like nobody right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that ass. I'm, I'm like a nobody. six people. Nah, twenty five people listened to the last one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, wait, yo, 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 Jaden, you realize that I'm a nobody, right? But you, you still agreed to for me to do a podcast. I mean, like, I'm gonna come clean. Like a two hour interview is fucking long, bro. Okay, like that's long. Yeah, but there are some people who actually listen to the entire thing from my school, so that's kind of that's kind of. I did. I listened to the entire thing. Yeah, because we fuck with you. That's but the it thing. was long. Is all I'm saying. It's long, right? Long and. But I, I think, think like, I think it's like, just because like, we'll get more stuff. I know. Yeah, definitely. I think it's you're right, Mark. You're on the right path. But I think it's also like, 
really this whole podcast is us just like shooting shit and just like honestly no i, I want to just do this so like we can save it for later and be like damn remember when we said this at this time and we were going through this and this is what we were on at that time like it's also for a way to look at artists from their like early time and just mm. to see the progression because honestly like think about it a year later from now we're not gonna be talking about the same shit we're talking about now and that's just we're not that's talking about special. how rich we are and we're talking about money problems like i can't spend my 50 bucks uh, cleanly and all, something like I don't know that. if I'm gonna be doing all that, bro. I think I'm gonna keep that shit to myself, to be honest. That's just me, though. I don't want nobody knowing my personal biz about my. Shout out, oh, yeah, no, no, no. like, yeah, like, I don't. Motherfuckers on Twitter always like flaunt their like personal lives sometimes, and I'm just like, y'all. Need to I'm telling you, dog, that's not that's not that's not the wave. I keep my. That's not the wave. Shout out to Tara. She, she like she she tweeted about this once, but like yo, y'all need to stop putting your public life on Twitter and like Instagram. That's like it's cool annoying. to have, but like, you can have snippets. Definitely, like it's it's interesting to have like little snippets of your life being peered up here and there, but like don't be like, my God, my boyfriend broke up with me, and now I just want dick all day. Like I don't fucking know. Bro, I feel like if you guys are like, if you guys would know about the last few months of my life, you'd be like, Jane, are you okay? Because a lot of, <laughs> a lot of no, definitely, like yeah, no, definitely. I think <laughs> I think it applies to all three of us at this moment. I think Mark, I think Mark can go for like the same thing. I think you say the same thing. Or yeah. you, I think all of us can agree. Like a lot of things that we haven't t- we haven't spoke about, that we just use like comedy <laughs> to mask it because there's some yeah. shit that went down. Yeah, <laughs> this shit is not this shit's not cute. Yeah, no. <laughs> shit is not cute. I've had some struggles, but um, that's life that, though. Yeah, it really is though. It really is. And I had to learn that. Like shit yeah. happens, and there's some things out of you that's not in your control, and you got to accept that. That's insane. I'm so glad, like, all of us went to No Chill, because I imagine if we never went, we would not be having this conversation right now. Oh, yeah, no. no. The, again, I want to point out, shout out to William Nguyen. That man literally has created an environment for all of us artists in the Bay Area. And that is something, like, to, you have, like, to think that he took a risk to, like, hey, I want to do an event like this, to now being in its third, it, third to fourth iteration. My God, it's astounding. Ooh, hey, should I talk? Should I tell a uh, track about the the night party? Ooh, yes, 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 yes. All right. And by me, you mean everyone else listening yes, to it? Too? Yeah, for I the mean, second time tonight. I already talked about it earlier, so you might just listen to it again. But um, yeah. So like, fuck. Couple months ago, I had this idea of like having a night party. It would basically be like a. Like a little, it was like a little talent show idea. I think I had like it would be strictly just music. Cause what I what I took from Southwell, what I took from No Chill was, yeah, like the music was cool, the art was cool, the scene was cool, right? But it seems like because kids have such like a, um, what was it? They have a short attention span. It was hard for them to like focus on just one thing. And like when the people were like trying to perform at No Chill, like the music musically wise, they weren't really getting enough attention to like the visual artists were or like the like you know people who did poetry they weren't getting enough like just focus so what i thought was okay what if i did a talent show right on some dumb shit it would just be like music but it'd be like it'd be like live instruments electronic instruments and then it'd be like just performers and i talked about it on the last podcast with juno and then on moon there's a line where i say night party i'm hosting it i had that shit written for i don't know how long and Jaron texted me. He was like, "Yo, the night party is a great idea." He's like, "What if we ran out of somebody's house and we have to do something like 
I was like, wait a second, that actually sounds like a good idea. And then also, then all of a sudden, I got this idea, like, what if I got, like, artists who were independent filmmakers from, like, this area, and we showed their films at the same party, like, the same event. They'd come to the house, and we'd have, like, a, um, we'd have a fucking crispy-ass projector to play their films on screen from, like, six or something. And then later in the night, we have a whole set of just artists. And that, not only that, is that that whole day would just consist of like barbecue like it'd be like an actual like you know like those get-togethers from like the 90s those actual like authentic barbecue parties so it'd be like a whole but but i wanted more culture so i wanted like soul food chinese food vietnamese food mexican food it'd be like a whole bunch so like people who went there would be like oh yeah i fuck with i fuck with this i like this and then people would just come together and they would just be able to focus on you know something that's not too much in your face but it'd be like, it'd be structured in a way to where like, you can understand like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be focused on right now. I'm also meeting like, like-minded individuals because I hate that shit where people just come to like. Oh shit. Right now. God damn, finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on guys? It's uh, Jaden again. Night podcast episode two with it's your boy Yasha, aka Tyler of Platform Collect. Um, fuck, I was about to say Platform Collect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Platform Media. Um, Platform hi media. everyone. Um, my name is Tyler. Some of you may know me as uh Yamato, some of you may know me as my rap name Yasha with a dollar sign in the middle. Uh, but I'm also, um, I am the current CFO of Platform Media, and I do a bunch of things regarding Platform, I guess. Huh. Fire. Fire. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have fucking guessed. Platform. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. You know he gets, you know he gets stacks because he got the little cash sign with the S instead of the regular S. Yeah, you know, definitely. And it wasn't awesome because bullshit. of the facts. It wasn't because I thought it'd be. I, um, I thought it'd be really G of me, but uh. that shit mad crazy. You crazy for that? <laughs> you crazy yeah. for that. Yo, I'm actually mad excited to be on this, and it wasn't because I DM'd you saying I wanted to be part of this. You said what? I said I'm mad excited to be part of the podcast, even though I was the one who DM'd you and saying I want to do a second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had I actually I actually Jerry Jerry the prodigy he actually asked me to be part of the podcast and I was supposed to do his on Thursday but I had work so I couldn't oh. make the timing. Damn. So, yeah, we're gonna try Ooh. to set up soon. If you're listening to this, Jerry, I know I haven't forgot about you. <laughs> Just you know, Moon is out on stri- uh, streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good shit. I did. Honestly, Moon is such a great track. Like I'm <laughs> glad you gave me the secret um, plug. Oh yeah, yeah. I let literally he was the first one to hear it. You were the first one to hear it ever. It's actually honestly really good. And it was funny was that a couple of, so like pre- preparing for the podcast, I was listening to the the first episode with uh Brian of uh, uh Juno's Rocket. Right, and right. I like I was like, "Wait, is this man, like I I was listening to Moon in the background too and I'm like, "Wait, is this man's talking about dude to like f- like take streetwear too seriously?" And I was just like I've had moments where, like, I I understand what you're talking about, 
where you do you see dudes in like with the vans of like this the still the hang tag still there bruh that shit's so ugly bruh. no but it's like i don't understand the hype why do you leave the hang tag like i understand if it's like a jordan right because it's like oh it's, that's what it, that's what it, that's exactly my point that was my point <laughs> was like, it was like i understand if it's a jordan because okay the jordans come with it and it's like a it's like a whole old like old school thing i understand but if it's just like if it's just your it's hang a tag. staple shoe it is a staple shoe why are you leaving the tag on the fucking that it's no not purpose. it's not like if it's like an off-white one where like the little like plastic thing is there and you just want to do it because you paid 150 uh 1500 for a shoe that just has off-white on it but <laughs> i mean bro my whole my whole reasoning was like okay first off old school like black and white you know old school vans yeah they're a staple shoe so everybody else has them, but you have the off the wall like tag on it, and it's like it costs you like sixty bucks, sixty five including tax. Some people and get that plug because some people know people that work there, so they're obviously right, getting so half off. Right, you for like thirty, right, right, like thirty five. And I was telling that, and I I think I told Juno on the podcast. I don't know. I'll, I'll repeat it. I saw this man in the hall. He was wearing a Bay hoodie, a Supreme tee, and then like don't get me wrong, I don't care like about street brands like that, like. I fuck with Supreme. I fuck with like I fuck with streetwear. It's just the people who wear them. Yeah. They just take it to a whole nother level to where it's not even cool to wear like different clothing because everyone's wearing the same thing. No, and I definitely. Motherfucker's shoes. He had the tag so on. Why? Why? I feel like I at some know. point you should just find that dude again and just rip that tag off and just run away. Nah, dude. High school is something else, bro. You find so many just ugly people. That shit was mad disgusting. I've never been so disgusted in my life. I've, I'm so glad I've. I forget that I'm actually older than you sometimes because when, okay, so like when I first got into the art scene or I was like, I was part of the, um, I was just experiencing No Chill Summer 1, I thought everyone was like older, like everyone thought was in their 20s, 21, and then I find out you're like two years younger than me and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, when you met me, I was 16, I'm about to be uh, 18. Wait, real? Yeah. No, NSC 1 was... Yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. That was that was last year. It was right before my seventeenth birthday. I'm about to be eighteen in June. Oh wait, no, 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 no. This is really funny because okay, um, shit. What the fuck were you? <laughs> wait, um, the thing is, is like, fuck. That's weird. Okay, that's weird to think about. Huh? It was literally the show. Yeah. Was like a couple of days before my seventeenth birthday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, dude, it's almost been a year. This is so weird. That's ins- a lot has happened a lot. in a year. I met so many new people. It was crazy. So much shit went down. Yo, that us shit. So much shit went down, dog. All right, let's. All right, wait, how do you do this format? Like, it's literally like a phone call. I'm not gonna lie. No, that is, that's what I want to do. I just want to have a phone. I just want people to like. I just want. I just want to talk to people honestly, and I just ask them questions that like I've always had like just to ask. Sometimes I ask them little personal questions about like. So how do you feel about this and this? Or like, I'm not mm. trying to get political or anything because you know people have different views. I'm not trying to have like a whole battle about this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think anybody who listens to this knows like we're on a different level. We're not on the same stupid. We're not on some stupid shit. So if you think about some stupid shit, you just you're not a knight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's perfect. If you think about your uh, some stupid shit, you're not a knight. You're not part. You're not get out. You you can't fuck with division if you're not a knight. Honestly, like if you're on some you're not fucking with platform. You're not fucking with uh. Not advised. You're not fucking secret space. You know, shout out to secret shout space, out boys, secret by the space. way. There's twice. Shout out to um lowercase for that e um for that, that yo lingering mix. Shout out Harrison. 
Shout out Harrison. <laughs> shout out Mark because Sticks is at 25K. Oh, that shit yeah. blew the fuck up. Mark, shout out Vincent. Shout out Joe. Shout out Dio. Shout out, Dio. Shout out to my. Shout out Joe. <laughs> oh my God. Joe's so nice. Joe looks like a. Uh, if you look closely at Joe's face, doesn't he look like a, a chihuahua? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. Nah, I love you, Joe. Nope. <laughs> Joe gonna hit you with that Fortnite. <laughs> he, he gonna hit you with the Fortnite nah, strap, bro. Just for like staring at him, but he be smiling the entire time he's beating my ass. Seven <laughs> <laughs> minutes I've been, we haven't talked about shit, bro. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. This is basically us FaceTiming each other, though, not gonna lie. All right. Gonna lie. <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. Okay. So, uh, let's let's talk about No Chill Summer 1. Before I start asking you personal questions about your music and all this and what you get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start with No Chill Summer 1. How did you how did you find out about it? Uh so oh man, I'm going to be I'm going to wrap myself out on like my love life here too. So, I have I'm friend I was friends with this girl who I really liked at the time and kind of still do to a degree she told me about the event and i think after that i was like oh i maybe i could use this event to be like hey you know like let's as as it's like a sort of a mechanism to be like hey i can like slide in a little further mm-hmm. but then so one of the people that was do um that was uh displaying art was actually my business partner and like a good friend of mine justin reyes shout out to justin phase j ray on uh, ig um and he's and he was displaying at the time uh, because Will invited him, and he texted me about it a couple of days after my friend told me, and I felt I, at that point I was like, "Yeah, no, fuck it, let me go to support my own friend." Right. And this is before the um, kind of the creation of Canvas Platform, which is our clothing brand, um, and then this is also way before Platform Media, which is now our new entity where we focus towards um, kind of just media, like kind of position ourselves as a media company within the Bay Area. Um, I went. I kind of experienced it. I remember a lot. I remember I was, okay, so Justin is basically right in front of me in this weird mosh pit. I'm like really, I felt really awkward because I, I have never been to an art scene, uh, art show before. Just, I had really experienced the art scene. So I was basically tight, like grouped up with random ass people. You are right in front of me with um, Secret Space Boys. This is before, this is when they were, ju- it was just Joe Nothing and, Mark, aka yeah. Johnny Tracksuit. Oh, that feels so long ago. What the fuck? Yeah, and then, and then Justin's like hitting up Secret Space Boys, and they're like they're kind of connecting, and then I just remember nothing else after that. I just remember blurs. I remember there was a mosh pit that I didn't join right. the first time. Okay. Um, I remember someone playing Ichima. Uh, oh yeah, that was. Slow, I remember. Dude. Just I just remember some wild shit, honestly. NSC one was like the perfect that was the venue. Best one, honestly, that was so yeah. Fire. That was shit. It's because it was so fresh and everybody was actually with it. Yeah. Nah, dude, it's honestly, it was honestly such like a perfect event. I think it was just because we didn't know what to expect out of it. Right. So then like, and on top of that too, because of the venue size, we had to kind of compact ourselves there. So you were kind of forced to mingle. I kind of like that. No, like, not going to lie. I kind of like that having having to be next to somebody because that means you're forced to actually communicate. So now everyone's on their goddamn phone. You Mm -hmm. feel me? I like yeah. that more. Shout out to Will. Shout out Will, yeah. 
Shout out Will again. Oh wait, no, 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 wait. I guess I should. Since we're mentioning no, no chill summer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with. I'll hit your uh, viewers with the uh, little special tidbit. Um, as of I, I got the clearance to talk about this yesterday from Will himself, but. Uh, so for uh, for No Chill Summer Three, which is actually happening June 9th, uh, twenty eighteen. God, are you serious? It's gonna be um, yes, it's gonna be a bad open plat uh platform media event. Meaning, platform media is actually gonna be co-hosting alongside um what? a bad omen team. What? And on top of that, I will be hosting it throughout the night. Hey, let's fucking give it up. That's what Power I'm talking moves, about. Power some good shit. Shout out Will. Shout out Power Tyler. moves. That's crazy. Twenty eighteen. What's movie. funny is that no, no. It's like what's funny is that I I, I went to the first one as a like just yeah, a, just a person, right? Know, just somebody just just a person, just a regular ass person. And I think within a year's time, I am now one of the people that, that on stage. And this is really sick because you also have to remember six around like four months ago was um chill some more right, and that was the first time I was like. I was on the stage, but not as like an artist, but just like, hey, Secret Space just pulled me up and I did like a quick monologue. Right. Oh, wait, give me a minute. Shout out to my folks in the background real quick. This is what happens when you still live with your parents. My mom's in her room right now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. No, nah, I'm just. Oh my god. Oh, but anyways, uh, back to your point. Uh, so that's how I basically found out about No Chill Summer, and then after that, I kind of felt like I had like this weird appreciation for it. So I, I like always attended every event, right? Whether and like I always went out of my way to attend every event. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through my story of how I how I got into it because it's just because I personally knew Will from high school before it. Yeah, on top of that too, I think everyone has, I'm assuming people have like, like listened to the first episode. Yeah. So they know exactly how they met. Apparently like 25 people listened to it. I was like, 25? What the fuck? I don't even know that many people actually helped me like that. To like listen to a two hour podcast. That's crazy. Oh my God. That's insane. But um, yeah, it was basically Will knew, like knew of me because mm. I performed once when I was like 15. At Walk the Plank? Yeah, exactly. Hella long ago. I was hella young. That's oh when Jubilant God. came out, so I was I was hella young. Ooh, shout out to Jubilant. That's an old-ass mixtape. Fuck, I don't even want to go back to that. But, yeah, then... He crusty, then, musty? Mu- all right, bro. Musty, crusty was so bad. All right, all right, all right. We're we, real- <laughs> we just going. We're just, we, we just moving right. on. If you want to watch a video from my musty, crusty day, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's gross. I don't think you. I don't think you want me to laugh your my ass off. But okay, it's pretty funny, honestly. It's like it was. It was meant to be a joke, so I mean, mm-hmm. it works. But it's just like, what the fuck is this shit? All It'd right. be like that sometimes. It really be like that. Okay. Um, how did you? How did you? How did you come up with the whole platform media thing? Where does that? Where does that drive from? What was your inspiration in trying? Ooh. To, like, okay, so this is. Okay, so what I'm about to say is only for only applies to myself. So in order to kind of speak upon this, I'm going to give you uh, some context. So around, and so this is like maybe 2012, tw- like to 2014. Um, I'm in high school. I'm like a so- senior and I'm not a senior, but I'm like a soft, I'm like a sophomore junior at this time. Mm-hmm. And I've always really been into like the hip hop scene, like the, and the, like the streetwear scene. 
because this is like the time in high school where like you start straying away from like the graphic tees of like anime and shit Mm -hmm. and you move on to like bigger brands right and so like the first step you go into towards streetwear is like the mall rap brands so you got diamond you got obey stussy to a degree and then you have all those brands right right yeah and then i always like but i also followed like brands like the hundreds you know i was following supreme at that time too but high schoolers can't afford supreme like that until like later on and so like some people got into babe too this around this time and like everyone was into um go- golf wang uh you know all that shout mm-hmm. out to the title of the creator uh okay. i actually stole my american name from him so hey <laughs> but um honestly a lot of with um Shit, I'm I'm like losing track of thought. But basically what happened was I loved um the culture so much I wanted to be a part of it. And at the time mm-hmm. 